everybody we're not gonna do too much music tonight because because marcus says if you do too much opening music you'll lose half your audience so i learn and we are starting the show without too much music and it is what day is it thursday june 30th 2022 and this is the fakeologist show where we have a very large round table the table's so long it's it's many feet long to accommodate everyone tonight and on the round table we'll start with marcus because he's at the top of my screen so marcus hello nihao hello everyone including pepper our guest today joe hello thank you for allowing me to be on the show i can't wait to talk to you it's great all right joe joe pepper where are you from again please jersey joyzy joyzy any particular city in Jersey or? I'd rather not say for now. Okay. Cause they always have neat names like hack and sack. And of course you got Jersey city. There's nothing much. To not that. too far from those two. Okay. All right. So you're from an, un... are you anywhere near where Tony Soprano is or used to be? <laughs> uh, where was that? I, I Elizabeth. I, I wasn't uh, Elizabeth. Yeah, not too Elizabeth. far from Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that that voice you just heard saying Elizabeth is Tiago from Sydney, Nova Scotia, traitor to the stars. Commodity <laughs> company. Uh, thanks Diego, for Tiago. <laughs> thanks for coming back. And you have a website. It's called Silence of the Lambs. No, no. That's not <laughs> <Silence of the laughs> What's it called again? Silent I I voice. I, I, rena- I renamed it again. It's uh, I Will Not Be Silent Anymore, Canada. That's why I couldn't remember what, because you keep renaming it. Okay. I Will Not Be Silent Anymore, Canada. It's on Facebook, um, and you can join it, um, especially if you have a vaccine damage story. All right. And the person laughing at all my jokes, and the check is in the mail. Rank, hello. Ni hao. Frank is from... Geelong, Victoria, Australia. People's Republic of China. Right. Right. And uh, Canada's probably not too far behind. And Dirty Benny's in the audience, and he says hello to everyone as well. Hello, Dirty Benny. I like like Dirty Benny's salt story. All right. Well, as Marcus used to say, uh, enough of the fluff, on with the stuff. Let's get going. Let's not waste a minute of this panel's time. Well, wait a minute. Frank just said that he had a, a story. Yeah, but that's not I, part of the script. It's not. There's no script here. What <laughs> story does he have? Benny just in the forums, which I just managed to get into today. Okay. you got. Did you get in? Because I think I, there's... I mean... Okay. I mean... So you got an email. And I was able to post and everything. It's all, so how it's all did, magic. So you got an email, though, because I did send an... Um, you sent I me, sent a, a, you sent me a, a link which sorted it out. Okay, so the email that sent a link worked, because I didn't send that. The system was supposed to send it, and I can't control that because I think my system wasn't systeming properly today. So I sent the system manager, the SISOP, a message to check it, and I never heard back. Okay, so, so that's... That obviously worked. Okay, because there is obviously 
There was obviously a blockage, and they gave my email system an enema, and now it's good. That's good. Okay. I li- I'm, I'm not too sure I like the... An email enema. Okay. All right. <laughs> so we're all receiving shitty text emails now. Is that the story? Maybe. Anyway, Dirty Benny's story was just backing up the idea of having lemon and salt drinks, and he said he's feeling great. Which is great. That is great. And Salty Siren's here as well, who I was accused of being. Oh, really? Well, Salty Siren, well, you are salty, but you're no siren. I've seen you. I think Siren. Hang on. I I think, as I've said, I identify as a 21-year-old Asian gay woman. So, well, actually, Salty Siren was on my show in the past, whether it be an audio chat, and it is a lovely female personage from somewhere in the south and we she had a whole exciting story and everything and i think she's related to somebody famous but i can't remember who right now her dad was famous so salty siren is famous too by 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 extension Getting a little wind noise. Are you out in the stiff breeze, Diego? I'm just, I can't identify who's. Oh, no, it's sorry. It's, uh, I got a nice uh, little fan here. Let me turn it around. Yeah, I just turned my oh. fan off too. Yeah, it's hot. Hot. Okay. I like the, is that better? Yep. Yes. Thank you. Okay, good. Tim, right, do you perfect. see what's on the screen? I see. We've got um, Newtown and Sandy Hook. And a qu- is that a quarter mile? I can't tell. Yeah. Half but that's that's a picture. Half mile, it says. Snapped up from my family who, when I asked you last week, are you guys uh, familiar with Bar Harbor, Maine? They're in Bar Harbor, Maine, Cadillac Mountain, enjoying themselves. And the only reason I bring that up is because, Tim, I heard there's a holiday. You said there's a holiday tomorrow in Canada. Yeah. What holiday is it, by the way? It's Canada Day or Dominion Day, or apparently people don't like the word Canada anymore. I think someone said they want to call it New Day. So I don't know. It's a New <laughs> Day. That, that's a Duran Duran song. Yeah. So you said that you might be able to go a little bit longer tonight. I am a bachelor. been a bachelor all weekend. I have nothing to do. So I'm willing to go a little bit longer tonight, which is good. Okay. And you fine. sound like you're in an excellent mood. Yeah. And uh, and I'm in, an, I'm in the best mood since we started doing these super shows because... Oh. You you have apparently flipped on Steve Kirsch, and I want to talk at length about no, that. I haven't flipped. I'm just I've always been suspicious of everybody, and I'm just disappointed in his last post. I like the clown icon someone made of him. I, I haven't flipped because he's still doing yeoman's work on exposing the vaccine. Vaccines are dangerous, but I don't mm-hmm. like his his other side where he's wrong on quite a few. Other points. Uh, quite a few is an understatement. That's correct. So I'm curious that if any of the panel knows who Steve Kirsch is. Only yes. through Ab's postings. Mm-hmm. Same here. How about you, Diego? Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, I watched a few of his videos. And what do you guys think about him? Um, he, he's, he's, you know, he, he has good, some good stuff. Uh, he says some good stuff, but then... At the end of the day, uh, he still believes there's a virus. That's the mm-hmm. whole problem I have with all these people, uh, whether right. it's uh, 
Steve Kerr, Sherry Tenpenny, uh, the Children's Defense Fund uh, with Kennedy, um, uh, Del Bigtree, all these people, they're pretty much, to me anyway, they're all the same, um, mm -hmm. where they, they have a part of, of their speech that's good, but then they miss, they miss the elephant in the room. They miss that there's really no virus. So we're, we're really talking about, uh, uh, you know, a, a magical virus for nothing. But uh, that's how I feel about them all. But I, I think in, a, in one respect, they, 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 in a way, they can't say that because they are making money off all this, right? Sure. So they can't, they can't come out, I guess, publicly and say, well, there's no virus, you know, there's no point talking about all this because there's no virus. And then they will, they would lose a, a lot of their followers and money. So they have to, if they, they're kind of like the drug companies, they got to keep it going. Yeah. It's funny you say that because they're getting paid, they're being influenced at the very least by the drug companies. So it's interesting that you say that. Yeah, I think so. I think to a degree they are. Um, you know, one thing I really, really hate that they always talk about is is the slogan we have. I, we just want safer vaccines. That's that's the one thing that I, I really hate. And uh, why have vaccines at all? Um, it, we don't need them for anything. Like, <laughs> it's just, to me, it's just a it's just a, a pseudo con game they're playing. That's all. Mm hmm. Joe Pepper, any thoughts? That's exactly what I was going to say. If he's waiting for a safe vaccine, then it's not something I'm interested in listening to. Mm -hmm. Frank, the salt well, guy, the penis, how to do your penis, wash your penis, how to take care of your penis guy. It's not often that people will say penis so often, I must say. You're very, very brave, Mark. Pleasure. Well, he brings I am. Um, my. Uh, by the way, how do you circumcise a whale? Is this a joke? Yeah. Well, I don't uh, think Frank does it for a living, so it must be a joke. <laughs> a little bit at a time. You seem down four skin divers. Nice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's funny. I'm going to use that so at the my... bar on Saturday. <laughs> Great. So my view is all formed really by what I've been hearing here at this website. So, and you know, through you, Marcus, other people, I am, um, you know, the idea of viruses being um, not real is, is now firmly established in my mind. So it, it, it colors any views I have. So I, I've come to the view that anybody propagating lies now is doing a disservice so but you know if his statistics are accurate they're helpful but it's it's really sad that people um if they are getting money for it that they're using you know what does it gain a man what does a man gain if he gets the whole world but loses his soul really that's the story isn't it mm -hmm. the big problem that I have, the biggest one is his, what I call the bogus million dollar challenges. Are you guys familiar with that? No. Yes. Okay. Oh, 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 yes. 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 I know what you're talking about. So what he does is he makes these million dollar debate challenges. He's like, no one from the FDA is going to debate me. I've offered them dollars to just show up, just show up on a piece of paper, just, just Put, put, put nothing on a piece of paper and I'll give you a million dollars. 
because Steve has made, and I'm pretty certain, pretty looking into it, I'm almost certain that he has made the money that he claims to has made, to have made. He's invented a lot of cutting edge stuff. He's an MIT alum. He has lots of connections. There's no doubt that the guy had money. I don't think the guy has any money anymore. And what he does with these million dollar challenges, and I'm, it's killing me because I can't find the page that I posted on the Telegram group. But anyway, I'll post it in the companion notes. By the way, if you want to see the companion notes, you can go to Tim's site at fakeologist.com forward slash blog. And tonight's show is number, Tim? It is number 564, F-A-K-564. And I will send over the notes to Tim, or if you choose, you can come to my site at escapethenewnormal.com. Click on the Marcus Allen. And by the way, if anyone wants to make album art on our conversation, you can. Oh, this is the No Agenda show now. Well, why not? That's a great idea. So you can send me the album art or put it where I can find it, and Mm -hmm. I might clip it. Otherwise, yeah. So on my website, escapethenewnormal.com, click on the Marcus Allen show. And I am tentatively titling this, these are the top 10 reasons I've lost faith in anti-vaxxer Steve Kirsch. So he has these these challenges and it sounds like amazing. He's like, wow, the the FDA is afraid to to debate Steve Kirsch over the facts. Uh, But here's the real deal. If you go to his terms of service, his stipulations of debating him, you have to put the equal amount of what he's willing to give you into escrow. So if he gives oh, you a million dollars, you have to put a million dollars in. Oh, well, that's impossible for the average person. Okay. Right. So Re- I'm going to have, I have a, I have a 10 gazillion dollar challenge for Steve Kirsch, if he would like to accept it, but he has to put that money in mm. and he has to talk to my lawyer about where to send the funds and all that kind of stuff. Well, that's a, that's, that's quite a revelation that he doesn't really harp upon. Of course not. That's really that's really disappointing. And I learned that really early on because I was like fascinated by that. I was like, wow, this it's great. Some guy had finally some guy has money who's an anti-vaxxer. That's and he's doing yeoman's work. He's putting out daily content. This is fantastic. And I saw that and I don't know why I gave him a pass on that. But now uh, I'm I'm you know, I'm at Omar's and I'll put a link to Omar's telegram. You know, he's setting me straight on Steve Kurtz, he was supposed to send me some points. He never did. I don't know what happened. Yeah. But I have 10 points that I can go over um, if you guys would like to, that I have a problem with. That's I'm, fine. I'm but happy to hear that. Let's name Omar's group. It's called Dark Side Papers. Yep. And you can just search for it on Telegram. Yep. And I also have it linked on the Fakeologist forums. It's at the top of the subgroup coronavirus hoax right at the top i've given him top billing mm. it's locked to the top so if you click on dark side papers uh, he's got a lot of papers now i think all these links are probably no good because i think bitly might have um caused him trouble but actually maybe they are working like they may i'm just trying one now but you can keep talking yeah i don't i don't need papers i just get a daily i get a minute by minute roundup of what's going on he's on a he's on the jews are doing it uh rant right now it's oh is he day. oh my goodness all day actually from yesterday until today just non-stop proof that the jews are doing everything mm-hmm. and it's but, hard but, to argue with what he's posting i gotta tell you that yeah but which jews of course and and i'm uh, you and i both know that 
there's way more to it than the Jews. And most of the people that get in deep into the research, Jews aren't really ever mentioned much in the top echelon of the power structure. That doesn't mean they're not part of it, but they're not the top. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that the Jews are heavy in the entertainment business. They're in uh, the culture creation industry, mm-hmm. banking, no doubt about it. But everyone forgets to go above the cloud bank and look at what's above the cloud bank. And sure. I, I see it, it's it's not only Jews, but Jesuits and SMOM, Sovereign Military right. Order of Malta. That's right. Vatican. Vatican. People, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people that control a lot of money. And um, it's not your average Muslim. It's not your average Jew. It, there are many sects of Christians and Jews and Muslims. You got to, if you're going to accuse a group, Try and be a little more specific because there are many sects within S-E-C-T-S of most groups. The average Catholic it doesn't sit on a pile of gold in his basement. So right. that's the problem. And, and these people who are doing these things to us, they're worker bees to me. Again, there's a queen bee and then there are the worker bees. And what Omar is bringing up right now is the worker bees. At least that's the way I see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So back to Steve Kirsch. Uh, next, he thinks that the PCR tests are real. Didn't oh. he just say? Didn't he just say that he got COVID twice or something? Yeah, but I was corrected on that, and they said it's an antigen test that he took, which is just as okay. suspicious. Okay. Okay. So, so then, next on my list is he's a virus pusher, which we just talked about. He's a drug pusher. This whole idea, this BS of early treatment po- protocols, is all about pushing drugs. So the pharmaceutical companies win no matter what with Steve. Steve is anti-vax, but then he tells you to take their other form of pharmaceuticals. They win every time. Mm -hmm. And the other one, which I know you are involved in, Tim, is they threw – Steve threw Christine Massey under the bus in the the most horrific way. And I popped into Christine's – courtroom zoom today (laughs) yeah i did too but i didn't see anything going on what happened with that well she's playing the the common law angle and the court doesn't have any time for that they that's contempt of court to them yep and i couldn't i i I got the i got in i got video so i saw the judge talking but i couldn't get the audio going i had to click the call back button so they call back on the phone for the audio and then at that point, at that point, um, the court clerk says, I'm shutting this down. That was about 10 minutes into it. So I'm guessing that a lot of she people. was filibustering her common law, which is bad advice that she's getting from a particular person in Canada on that. Mm-hmm. And they, that's just to them, that's just contempt. Yep. And they don't have any time for that. So now... There's probably a warrant out for her arrest. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so, you know, how do, how do you, it, we, if, if it's not really clear to people, we're all in their game mm-hmm. to get out of their rodeo. You, it, it's not easy. They own the whole rodeo. Yep. So if you don't play the game their yes. way, you're going to have, a lot of trouble because they've got a police force, they have guns, they have jails, they have remand centers. And even if you think all their rules are stupid, which they probably are, um, you're going to have a really tough time. 
You forgot the worst thing they yeah, have, which is to me a hundred times worse than all those combined, mm -hmm. which is the mob. Oh, they have the mob on their side, believing in their system. Right. You mean, right? Yeah, I thought you were talking about. Uh, oh no, not the, the, not uh, mafia. <laughs> they got that too. As, well, they have that too. <laughs> as Kevin Barrett called it, I thought Kevin. I was thinking Kevin Barrett being interviewed by John Friend on the way home today, and he called it the kosher nostra. I and like I that. thought I was hearing it wrong. The kosher nostra. Yes. The kosher nostra. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have a good clip from that interview. John Friend does a great job, actually. Even though I disagree with almost all his conclusions, he's still a good interviewer and has excellent audio. But mm -hmm. I digress. <laughs> Back to Steve Kirsch, guys. Would it, are there any other things? Remember, I said top 10. Maybe I have to adjust it to, to five. Yeah. Does anyone have any other things that concern yourselves with Steve Kirsch? And then I have a proclamation after this. I'm still on the side that he's doing more good than harm. Mm -hmm. And there is absolutely nobody on this earth that agrees with everything I have to say. And probably no one on this earth that has agrees with everything anyone on this panel has to say. Mm -hmm. But I still say if you add everything up that he's doing, he's still on the good side. Now, would he have his and he has a lot of followers on a sub stack. If yeah. he decides to renounce the virus, would that impact his following? Would he have less of an impact? Would more people abandon him? And then he has less people to talk to like us. I see that that is something you have to consider. Joe, chime in, man. You're quiet. Well, I after listening to Joe, um, I'm sorry, to Jim last night. You know, in some ways, I I agree with with uh, with Ab. Mm -hmm. You can agree with all the ways, not just some of the ways that I. If you want. <laughs> what uh, that was a lot of inside baseball there. So last night you had Jim O. I forget his last name. Jim o Kelly. O Jim O Kelly. Jim O Kelly. Yeah. And what did what Fantastic did you? Guy. He, he's great, and that, that's why I called in. He really changed my life for the better. So what did you, Joe? What did you? And that was very with? nice of you to say to him. By the way, that was a, that was a class. That was classy. That makes people feel well, good. I, yeah, but I'm not a classy guy. But I'll take it. So, Joe, what 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 did you mean by what you just said? Give us it's go well, on he, base. Go. He listed he listed how all of them are doing good in, in a way, um, and we we can back them up as far as that is concerned. But you know, he also you know, says that they believe in the virus. They're all virus huggers. Mm -hmm. So, so then the question for the panel is, is that because we're doing a terrible job of marketing the idea of the terrain theory versus the virus theory? If people are not familiar with that, the virus theory is that there's these invisible boogeymen that float through the air and somehow infect you where the terrain theory is more, a virus is just a cleanup crew for your body when you get sick. Are we doing just a bad job marketing that? And that's why Steve thinks that. Well, I think the, it, it's just, if you guys look at uh, business, they've been marketing the magical particle theory of virus uh, for the last hundred years. So you're contending with billions of dollars in advertising for the last hundred years. That's what you're contending with. And you're also contending with, they've basically bought off and paid for every single major university, including John Hopkins, 
University of Toronto, all these big, uh, you know, establishments. This is what you're up against. And there's only, remember, our our kind, our group, guys who don't believe in the magical particle theory, we're a very, very, you know, 0.1% of the population, if that. Um, so, you know, it, we're, I think we're doing a good job with what we have, but mm -hmm. we simply don't have the financial you know, capabilities to match up and the track record of advertising of the last hundred years. So it's, it's, it's an up, it's going to be an uphill battle. Like when I tell people there's no virus, like they look at me, like I have three heads and yeah. that's, and that's because they've been conditioned since they were babies. That's it. Period. Yeah. What do you think, Frank? Well, when you say it's because we haven't marketed something, yeah, you know, we, there's no board of directors that you know, we haven't established that we are going to do the marketing. We yeah, we yeah. don't know who we is. You know, there is no aspect of this that's um, under any organizational control at all. What we can see is that Steve Kirsch is filling up fairly effectively the space that's allocated to alternative views with mm -hmm. a, a view which is pushing virus theory. So there's not much room left on the board, is there? Um, what board? On the board of life, okay. on the you know, in the Monopoly. on the opposition board. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, fills up a space and he occupies it, and he's loud. And so, uh, got, so if we consider the whole space of this uh, talk about viruses and so on, it's ninety plus percent taken up with the orthodox views, and then there's another eight or nine percent taken up with people like Steve and Del Bigtree and so on, which, you know, they're all pushing, they're anti-vax, if you like, but they're all pushing viruses, JFK, etc. So what's left? About 0.05 of a percent left for the no virus theory. That's right. That's right. That's a good point. It's, yeah. it, it's going to be, you know, how, what is the marketing strategy given you've got that that um, terrain, as they say in the terrain theory. You, you're uh, up against it. So what do you suggest, Marcus? What is the marketing strategy that you would promote? Well, I'm going to talk about it with my wife because I was going to launch on July 4th uh, the Marcus Allen Show for business owners and do that every day. And I'm not into it. I'm just not feeling it. I'm really, really concerned. I think Tim has done yeoman's work and – and um, what's his name? The old guy in the chair. Vernon yeah. Coleman. Vernon. You know, we've been back and forth whether he's le legit or not. Yeah. Uh, I think he's legit. And he yeah. and you posted, and I'm going to post again in the companion notes. Yeah, he's great. Um, uh, he did this thing about the coming social credit score. Oh, that was scare the shit out of fucking everyone. Yeah, I put that on Faco too. That was amazing. And and he, he transcribes it. So if you don't listen, you can yep. read it. I have the transcription. I'll put it in the companion notes. Yeah, that's really good. No, I so, agree that that was a first-class broadcast by him. Yep. Now, I, I really think he should hand the reins off to do the video because he's losing it. And God, you guys pull the fucking can on me when I start losing it like that. Well, but how's he clear. How's he losing it? Really? He was like slurring and stuttering and stuff. He's just not like he used to be. Oh, okay. Well. Um, and it was actually just, it was a distraction for me. It was, it was that bad. I didn't even notice. So it wasn't bad enough for me to, I was listening to the message. Not, not really what he, how he was saying it. Mm -hmm. I, know, I know he's got to be around 80. So I, 
Well, maybe I'm so used to Joe Biden at this point that this guy looks like us. <laughs> Joe Biden, he's something else. John talks if you want to watch Joe Biden clips till the end of the time. John talks on YouTube, everybody. I think you got it right there, Ab. Joe Biden is something else. Yes. To answer to answer Frank's question, I'm going to talk to my wife. You know, I've got I've got I've got a retirement money coming in actually a little bit sooner than I thought. We're going to talk to my wife. That's good news for tonight. And if mm -hmm. if that comes in sooner than, than I think, then I don't need money. Then I can do this. I could do the marketing of getting the word out on a really full time basis to the point where people are sending postcards out, to the point where people are putting lawn signs up, putting you know street signs up, a very under the radar campaign that cannot be censored. And I think that's what we need. Yes, that sounds sensible. I'm down for that. Okay, yeah. great. Um, great. So back to, to so back to Steve. Um, the question is this: Do you think there's any convincing Steve, perhaps because of ego or not, that maybe he's not seeing this the right way? Maybe he's being misled by the Doctor Malones and the and the uh, the drug pushers of the world. Do you think there's any chance that he would flip? I don't think so. Not at this point. I think he's taking his position and he's running with it. Anyone else? Can I ask a question? Sure. Of yep. course. The, you don't have to ask. Do we, think, do we think that he believes in, in the virus? Or, or are we certain that he's lying and he knows he's lying? He's very passionately. That's where the Christine Massey thing comes in. If you And again, I'll post all the Christine Massey notes I have on this. He has gone out of his way to marginalize her trying to quote unquote debate or have a conversation with him about there not being a virus, like in a very disgusting way. It's disgusting. Yeah. That's because he's, he's, uh, He's catering to, uh, you know, the people that subscribe to his uh, show and program and give him money. And and that's the reason. That's the reason why. Even if he knew, even if he knew in his heart. And it, you know what? Everybody here on the panel, everybody listening, it, it doesn't really take even that much research to figure out that there's no magical particle virus that's going to kill you. It, re it really, you don't have to be a PhD in microbiology to figure this out. Um, like I've said before, they've done a sleight of hand that David Copperfield and Chris Angel would be proud of. That's all they've done on paperwork in the laboratories. And even if he knew in his heart of hearts that this was all nonsense, he still wouldn't switch around because he's probably making, you know, thousands of dollars every single month and he's not willing to risk that. There you go. But here's the deal though. And this is the argument that I have with Omar at Dark Side Papers. This guy has made gazillions of dollars, like a lot of money. I, I've, he's a brilliant businessman, brilliant. And you can see his business acumen in how he's doing this anti-vaccine campaign. You can see it. I mean, this guy is pumping out the content like crazy. It's his full-time job. Allegedly, he had a crypto company that he launched a few years ago, got kicked out of that because of his anti-vaccine stance. He had a back-end, backdoor 
API with banking systems software company that he was doing simultaneously got kicked out of that too. And I've looked at his donations. He's made multiple million dollar donations in the past and now nothing. I don't think the guy has money. It's possible. It's possible. I don't know. It, it's it's possible. All I know is when somebody purposely, uh, you know, is is like, you know, a vi- is a big virus hugger, and they and they're catering to people that are paying subscriptions and giving them thousands and thousands of dollars a month. That's a problem right there to begin with, because he's never going to be honest, because he's not going to want to lose that money. As far as his bankruptcy and or uh, you know where he doesn't have you know as much money as he did before, I don't know. It's hard. It's you know it's hard to say. But all these people, Dr. Judy Mikevitz, all these people, they 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 have a percentage of them that that is good. But then but then this whole but then they start the virus hugging thing of uh, we need safer vaccines. And 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 from that point on, I just turn off and I don't listen anymore. I think it, I think it's like nonsense talk, but you know, teach their own. I think Steve Kirsch is a completely different animal because Dr. Judy Mikovich and Dr. Malone and all the rest of the clowns, they they clearly don't have a lot of money. Steve Kirsch had tens, maybe even. I mean, it's reported that he that I think Disney bought his company for a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has crazy amounts of money. The question is, why would he go after Substack thousands? Because that's what the that's what five dollars a month is. It's if he has, let's go nuts and say he has five thousand subscribers a month. That would be crazy high. I'm in the marketing business. I know it's crazy high. Five thousand times five dollars a month is twenty five grand. That's as my mom would say, piss. That's nothing. Mm-hmm. Why would he? Why would he go do the yeoman's work for $25,000 when he got a billion dollar payment from Disney or whatever? It, look, it's hard to say. It's not the first time in history that uh, men and women have made hundreds of millions of dollars and lost it. Right. That's, that, that's happened before. Right. Um, so it's not like it's, a, it's an anomaly or anything like that. That's a normal thing. Um, so is it possible that he lost hundreds of millions of dollars? Yeah, of course it is possible. He might've made an investment that didn't go so well Mm -hmm. and he was stupid enough not to consider money management and now he's, uh, he's hanging on. So I, I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know his financials, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, he says he donates his money to, or he donates the (laughs) Substack money. So do you not, do you believe that? Yeah, I do believe that because again it's piss it's nothing 25 grand to a billionaire or a hundred millionaire or a 10 millionaire is literally not even a rounding error as a percentage of income they're not going to sell their soul for twenty five thousand dollars. now i would if i didn't make any money and mikovitz would of course but to a billionaire twenty five thousand dollars no i don't think so uh, i must admit i tend to agree with Tiago, that you know, with only a minute's investigation, this guy should have worked out that viruses aren't a thing. So that gets back to the question: Do, you, do you, the reason I ask this is because I'm willing to put out my time and not have a debate, not put up millions of dollars to have a conversation, a gentle 
friendly conversation with Steve Kirsch. Anyone who wants to post this audio, again, the link will be below. Post it on Steve's Substack and say, hey, you want to have a little talk? Let's talk this through. You didn't talk with Christine Massey. That looked really sketch. I have nothing. I'm a I'm a I'm a kind guy. I got no I got no horse in this game. I don't care whether there's a virus or not. Let's have a conversation. But if I'm going to waste my time, if he's going to give me the Christine Massey treatment, I'm not going to waste my time. That's why I'm asking. Well, well, first, I think you're being disingenuous if you say that you've got no skin in the game. I, you're not. You're not. Wait, is this a penis anymore. reference again, Frank? <laughs> you're not seriously. <laughs> you're not ser- seriously telling me that you um, think there's any chance that viruses exist. I don't. Think no, I, I, I get it. Uh, let me let me address that. I still have no 100% proof of that. Uh, again. Because my wife will bring this up every time now that she's a retired school teacher. Why is it so many different families come into her room and they all get the stomach bug at the same time? How do you explain that? Now, I would love to believe. Well, well I, 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 would, I would explain it because they live in the same environment and eat the same food. No, these are yeah. different children. All the different children come in with the stomach bug. Marcus? Yes, Joe. <laughs> if, if you have an elevator pitch or or a postcard idea how, how about we do it right now and the reason i say that is because i have somebody listening who i would say is probably closer to being a normie than one of us mm-hmm. and he's texting me back and forth and he's convinced that covid19 is just a flu virus and that his whole family had it well i agree with that it's just a cold. But you don't agree with, just, you don't agree with viruses. It's just a cold. Then, so. it's, no, it's just a cold. A cold. See, let's get back to the roots of what they've always wanted to do. They've always wanted to make a vaccine for the common cold. Now, the common cold has a long list of symptoms, not all of which have to be present at the same time. Because everyone, usually most people that live a normal life, get symptoms of a cold about once a year on average. So every single person in the world can probably identify with cold symptoms. Now, they've marketed it under the word COVID-19 in a brilliant move. But they've done it before. They took symptoms of severe drug use and some other... um, severe malnutrition and marketed it under the words AIDS. They actually changed it quite a few times and just settled on AIDS. So the same thing was done in the eighties. They did it for the common cold. That way they could get everyone in the world on board. And so far it's worked because every, every single person can identify with one or many of the symptoms. And they've been convinced through mass marketing because most people aren't aware of the industrial military complex, the medical complex, all the things we've always talked about for a long time, they're not aware of it. So when it comes at them in full force, they're not aware of the power of, of the, and the coordination behind a worldwide campaign. They just weren't ready for it. We're ready for it in many ways. They weren't. So we're just witnessing the most brilliant marketing cam- campaign of cold symptoms. And that's, that's all it is. That, 
So the virus is almost irrelevant. What causes it? The fact is they have a remedy for it. It's not NyQuil or all those other drugs that and remedies that were marketed in the past. No, now it's all been replaced by an injection. And they've made the injection on a subscription basis. And they've had and and they got the governments to pay for it. So all these things are different, but they've really just commodified the common cold symptoms. Doesn't even matter where they come from. So that's the end of my little spiel, which I think is thank you, thank you for that. Good. Yeah. So keep going with your thought. No, uh, what I was saying is how, how can we add to the discussion when we actually have somebody listening and they actually, um, you know, believe that it, it is the flu virus or a virus and we we don't believe that the virus even exists. So, so what I'm saying is if you do have that elevator pitch or that or, or those postcards, let's do that right now. We have someone well, the, on, the, and, the and let's see I'd if we can any, convince that person. Well, the first thing I'd say to anyone that believes anything is change your mind, change your attitude. Don't believe anything for a start. Belief is the, is the first failure. Belief is you the know, enemy of, hearing, of knowing. <laughs> of, of, of thought, yeah. If, if you are hearing the idea for the first time that there is no virus, then, okay, rather than just reject that because of your belief system, you know something is wrong out there. You know something is wrong. You know something's not making sense. Here is a group of people suggesting to you that there is no such thing as a virus, and there is a mountain of easily available information on that. I urge you to check it out. Because and one thing we can say for certain is that prior to the injections, the world was probably never so healthy. The death rates all around the world in every country were very low. And then with injections arriving, the death rates have climbed. And the, there was practically no infections prior to injections, and now there is. And this same story has been done at least twice before with the um, so-called Spanish flu and the polio stuff. Right. And AIDS too. Yeah. It, it's been oh, done many AIDS. times. It's It's been done many, many times. The only difference with AIDS is they did not ever get to a vaccine. They just had a standard. Well, of, they, they just had a, they just had a protocol. They brought in AZT, which was they had a protocol. They had a protocol, yeah. Which they was, all do. Mm -hmm. There are all the. So, so, Joe, what do you what do you think of that way of talking to to believers? Uh, I agree. I, I mean, uh, this this person, you know, is a normie. Let's call him normie, and but and he must he, be a normie that knows something is wrong. Otherwise, he wouldn't be listening. Oh, he absolutely knows something wrong. He, I wouldn't say. I, I'm not sure if he's anti-vax, but I know he's anti the COVID nineteen vax. Yeah.
Let, so, let me see if he could answer if he's... Do we want to move on from Steve, or is it going to be the Steve show all night? Well, I, got, I just got new information sent to me from Omar. Okay. So, so, I think uh, Omar is in the chat tonight as well. Okay. Great. Great. Um, here is, if you look at my screen... Okay. Point number 13, within five days of signing the def definitive agreement, both parties shall send $1 million to their respective attorneys to hold an escrow pending the outcome of the proceeding. So there, that's what I was looking for. So there's your proof that you put the bucks to, to challenge him. It's horseshit. But why do you, so is it an either or? So you're you're betting your million against his million so i i thought he was just giving out a million i didn't realize he wanted to receive a million if he was right i think he just answered your question yeah yeah that's, see that's, that's the problem. part i didn't hear i thought right he would just bet he would just give you a million bucks to debate him that's very very sneaky disingenuous it's actually evil genius actually well, it's just lying well, it's deceptive, by it's omission. Actually deceptive conduct. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just lying by omission. That's yeah. very important because he knows Christine Massey doesn't have two nickels to rub together. Right, neither do I. So, yeah. Well, exactly. I, I I wouldn't not yeah. You need a lot of money to risk that because there's just too many ways to lose the money. But he makes it like all these million dollar challenges, he makes it sound like, "Hey, Fauci, just show up. Hey, Gavin Newsom, just show up." Just send me a, a blank piece of paper and I'll give you a million dollars. All right. So here's what Omar just said to me. He said, I fell asleep, but I added a few to the chat. So I asked him if he can send me some bullet points. Number one, Steve believes in climate change. Number two, he believes 19 Muslims with box cutters hijacked four airplanes and flew them into the World Trade Center towers and Pentagon. Next. He believes in nuclear weapons and launders money to stop nukes. Not sure exactly what that means. Maybe you can chime in on that for further clarification. Next, he's double vaxxed. And finally, off topic, you think Vernon Coleman, you think Col Vernon Coleman is legit? Sigh. <laughs> is that the end? The bat signal. Well, I, that's, no, that's Frank's phone, but, or somebody's phone, it's not mine, but yeah, I've, I've said my piece on Steve again, there's nobody doing more to promote the dangers of vaccines in the mainstream that I've seen that has a more direct approach. There are others that um, are similar, but they don't have his audience. So if that's, I'm sure if we did a poll of every single person out there that is speaking out against the vaccine they probably have no idea about 9-11 either so yep. i i you're just not there's just just like there's no perfect job there's no perfect wife there's no perfect voice we we you you and i have been doing this for 10 years and we have trouble sometimes with different people that bring us truth and oh, we said, I, well, I, no, I, I don't trust anyone. <laughs> so, well, okay. Uh, so, but besides yourself, who are you going to promote? If someone says, well, no one, you're not good enough. To, no, I don't promote anyone. Well, that's the problem. So if you want to give someone, someone else to listen to besides yourself. Someone no, let me tell you problem. what I do instead. What I do is I say, Steve Kirsch made this great point about blah, but let me be clear. I don't, I don't endorse Steve Kirsch because of blah, blah, blah. That's how I do it. That's fine. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to go to the next topic I got? Yeah, you just sent me a link. Is this uh, something I'm supposed to put up on the screen? Yeah, could you play it? Okay. I, I has, has anyone heard of David Bowie on the Black Noise Bomb? No. I don't even know what that means. No. Listen to this. I got to bring it up first. It's on Imager. Okay. Yeah. Black noise is um, something that Barry. I'll start at the beginning. What is black noise? Black noise. Yeah. Black noise is um, something that Barrow's got very interested in. It's it's um. Yeah. Well, no, it's the one facet of black noise is that um, everything, like a glass, if you phenopolising it, hits a particular note, the vibrations are out of the metabolism of the glass and it cracks it. Yeah. Yeah. So a black noise is the register within which you can crack a city or people, or um, it's a, a new controlled bomb. It's a, a noise bomb, in fact, which can destroy. Is it, is, is, it, is it a real thing? I mean, is it something that's oh, actually it is, yeah. somebody's it was, it was experimenting with? In France. Could a tyrant use it to... Uh... Well, until last year, you could buy the patent for it in the French patent office for about um, equivalent to three, four dollars. Uh, it's, it's it depends how much money you put into it. I mean, a yeah. small one could probably kill about half the people here, yeah, but a big one could destroy a city or even more. I mean, this is a, it's a weird idea. Don't look at it's not my idea. No. <laughs> so, well, let's not give the instruction. What is but, black? Noise? Okay. Who, so question. Who's the guy at the beginning? Who is the who are these two people? Dick Cavett. No, who's the guy on the right? Oh, the, the guy, guy I guess who invented the black. Oh, okay. I mm-hmm. never liked David Bowie. I like some of his music, but just the character really always disturbed me. Mm-hmm. And but that, forgetting the character, do you think he's fear-mongering or is he onto something? No, nah, he's just full of it. But Salty Sirens is <laughs> the those, frequency. I, I, no, I think those weapons exist. Yeah. You think what, Frank? I think those weapons exist. I think those weapons okay. exist, yes. Are you talking about frequencies to break glass? Well, yeah, and those those can, know, op- can an opera singer uh, break glass? I always saw that. Um, well, well, for example, well, for example, there is there is machinery where you set up a certain vibration, and you can suspend uh, bubbles of water in the air, make them rise. Even there's all sorts of things you can do with frequency that we know about, and uh, and we know that we can hurt people's ears. If the if the volume is sufficiently loud, and we know okay. about we know about sonic machines to break up kidney stones, so you know they're obviously are using is these that ultrasound these already. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We know microwaves, dirty Benny. Okay. Diego, do you have any thoughts? A microwave is different to a sonic wave, though. A microwave is a is is a wave in the ether. Whereas mm-hmm. sound wave is a wave in the sound, in the air. Okay. Interesting. I don't have much of an. You got that off the um, the uh, Just Do channel, which specializes in EGI. So I don't think he cared about the black noise part. He just likes showing how David Bowie's a cross dresser. I think that was the main point of that. Mm hmm. Tiago, what, what do you think, Tiago? 
I don't have too much thoughts, <laughs> David Bowie. <laughs> no, no, no. About whether these yeah. these weapons exist, these black noise bombs. Um, yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think uh, you know high frequency uh, uh, high frequency weapons, especially uh, probably within the military. Um, and, I, and maybe even some police departments, who knows, that might have them for uh, crowd well, control. But yeah, that I sort of agree with. I think it's called LRAD. Yep, LRAD. And it was yeah. used apparently in Canberra. I was hoping Frank could chime in on that. So sonic I weapons. Sonic I weapons. Don't, I don't know if the, if the Canberra thing has been verified, but there was there was much rumor about it for sure. They said it was to broadcast messages. <laughs> and here's a picture of it. Well, well that's one way of doing, what's the message they wanted to broadcast, I guess. <laughs> it's unlikely Canberra protesters were injured by sonic weapons, but such a risk is real, it says here. Yeah. And on a related note, if you shout in Ottawa tomorrow, you could get a $1,000 fine. That's a that's issued by if, Ottawa yeah. police. If you oh, shout, if, if you shout, why? What was the reason? Did they say why you shouting is verboten in Ottawa tomorrow? Because that that is an unauthorized protest, I suppose. Did you read Canuck Law about the Holocaust being? You can't. It's verboten to talk about it in Canada. They snuck it into a well. There's yes, I've I've talked about that before. Okay, well, it, it must be official because she just posted about it on the twenty fourth, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, you got to be very specific what you're talking about. For instance, there's certain things that are specifically in the they were put in a budget because they knew the budget would pass, so they literally put something that's completely unrelated. I think in a style that they normally do an omnibus bills in the United States mm -hmm. where they know it couldn't go through on its own. So they just tuck it in mm -hmm. under literally under the bus because they know the bus is going to get through. Right. <laughs> so, yes. Speaking of censorship, I wonder, this is something, this is my little quote. I wonder if you guys agree with this. If you have to censor just about everything you're losing, mm -hmm. do you agree or disagree? Yes, I do. Yeah. Joe? I'm sorry? If you have to censor everything, which is what they, whoever they are, is doing to us through YouTube censorship and this censorship and the Holocaust censorship, that means you're losing the game. Absolutely. Mm hmm Tim? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next, Helen Keller. I know you've been talking about Helen Keller a little bit. And you can find that on the forums. Yep. Bakeologist forums. It should be under PSYOP hoaxes, I believe. Helen Keller. Yes, there is a thread there. Nine. So I'm not, on, I'm not posting on your forum. Maybe you can pass this information on. Did you know that Helen Keller co-founded the ACLU? Which stands for? The American Civil Liberties Union. Oh, right. That's actually right in the first uh, post here, actually. Okay. Let me quote. Yeah. In addition to being a member of the Socialist Party, 
Keller was a founder of the American Civil Liberties Union, known as the ACLU. She was an outspoken advocate for women's rights and a strong supporter of birth control, all radical views for a woman in the early 20th century. She was an outspoken advocate for women's rights and a strong supporter of birth control. Oh, I repeated that. Let me get rid of that. Yeah. So she was a eugenicist. Yeah. And there's some great pictures on the forum, which I'm grateful that uh, people like Dirty Benny are posting where she she used her hands. She put her she put her hands on a person's face to figure out who they were and what they were. It's it's almost like a circus act. And it's funny. But I think I think you're leaving out her greatest accomplishment, Marcus, of being able to fly a plane using yes, that was fantastic. Making, making sonic click clicks. Mm-hmm. Wait, Tim interrupted a little bit. I say that again. You know, her greatest accomplishment was being able to fly a plane. Uh huh. Even though she was deaf and blind, and um, she, you know, she obviously used um, sonic click clicks that she felt on her skin. No, well, the official story is she had a she had a flight trainer speak to her assistant, who is this person in all these pictures. I think her name is Polly something, and then that person would communicate the flight instruction to Helen and she was holding the yoke. So that, uh, that doesn't seem like an efficient way to fly a plane and, <laughs> and possibly prone to many errors, which as you know, Frank, there is not, there's not much room for error when you're flying a plane. <laughs> no, I said, turn left. <laughs> now, <laughs> Especially if you're an anti-vaxxer these days. How do you yell at Helen Keller? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Next, you were talking with Jim O'Kelly last night about vaccine scars. Mm -hmm. If you take a look at my screen, this is, let me know when it's up for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got the, you got some scars. So this is what's known as the BCG scar, which is raised. And then the smallpox, and then the smallpox scar, which is sunken in. The V, the BG, that one. Which one? The the sunken in one. Yeah, me too. Smallpox. Yeah, yeah, I got that too. But what is that? I asked Frank, or I asked um, Jim. He didn't really know. Is that is that like a branding? No. It, it, they say. Let's see. It's an actual reaction of the skin it's, in a perfect in a perfect right. circle. Right, I'm with you. I'm with you, Ab. I think it's a, I think it's, it's a branding, a brand. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm just telling you what they're saying. Uh, yeah, but they're saying I mean, that I, it's. I, 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 yeah. I never thought about it before until you said that, Ab. But that's, that just seems to be what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, I, well, I wasn't. I don't really remember having it done to me. I was probably a little young, but I'm just curious how that occurred. There you go. Isn't that from the TB shot? Also. Yep. Yeah, maybe it was that. I don't know which shot it is. Right here. I think you well, can I, find that. If you look for the TB shot, you can actually find the instrument that they use. Okay. So that's that. Okay. Next. Um, Do you know that um, I, I've seen a few Africans in my area of the or of the country, and... Um, a lot of the tribes in certain countries in Africa, and I'm going to say Ghana, because there's a lot of people from Ghana and Toronto, 
to differentiate the different tribes, they scar their faces. And that's how they identify who's who. It reminds me of the famous Dr. Seuss book called The Sneetches. Are you familiar yes. with that book? Oh, my wife, my wife knows very much as a school teacher about that one. Yeah. Yeah. But that's how this different black tribes can tell who's who. Mm -hmm. So pretty interesting. Now Marcus is sending me a link. Yep. So if you can open that up, I posted some words of wisdom to Uncle Toddy Oddie's Uncle Odd Law, uh, Uncle, Uncle Odd's Lounge. Ironic that I post anything about truth and he'll post my stuff. But if I talk about Epic Cash, I get banned. Whatever. But this is yeah. great. Here's proof that we were lied to about the efficacy of the vax from Deborah Burks. Take a listen. Okay. I have to. Okay. I'm going to. You want to see it because it says um, it's too big of a media file. Uh, the, no, I can play it, but you need to see it. No, you don't need to see it. Okay. Let me find it again. View in Telegram. I can play it. Is it the one with uh, Mr. Jordan? Mm, I don't think so. This way, when the government, yeah, Jim Jordan, oh, yeah, 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 yes, the the senator, yeah. people that okay. people that who have been through? vaccinated Perfect. Get, were they guessing? Okay, hold on a sec. I just I, I'm going to try Let and me ask show a question it this way. When the government told us, told the American people that people who had been vaccinated couldn't get it. Were they guessing or were they lying? I don't know. All I know is there was evidence from the global pandemic that natural reinfection was incurring. And since the vaccine was based on natural immunity, you cannot make the conclusion so you, that the vaccine will do better than natural infection, although it can often do slightly better. But I think that's, I mean, you're, you're an expert. You were on the task force. You were part of this, this effort when you were in the previous administration. And you're saying in this administration that you can't rule out the fact that our government was lying to us when they told us the vaccinated could not get the virus. I don't know about their discussions that they had in the task force. So I can't tell you that. I can tell you as a family member who had individuals that were susceptible, of course we got everybody This back. is about two minutes. Boy, she has a lot of vocal fry, too. It makes me nuts. Uh, get to the punchline, right? It's coming right here. Vaccinated. But we still use layered protection during surges because I knew potentially the vaccine immunity would wane like natural immunity waned. And there was evidence that every four months, reinfection was occurring in South Africa. Wow. When the government told us that the vaccinated couldn't transmit it, was that a lie or was that a guess? Or is it the same answer? I think it was hope that the vaccine would work in that way. And that's why I think scientists and public health leaders always have to be at the so, table, so being it, very clear what we know and what but we this, don't this know. Is in, this is important for the country to know. So when I asked the question, when the government told us that the vaccinated couldn't get it, and I asked you if it was a guess or a lie, you said you don't know. You said you think it was hope. So what we do know is it wasn't the truth. So they were either guessing, lying, or hoping and communicating that information to the, to the, to the citizens of this country. I think they were hoping, but you should know in those original phase three trials that were done in this country, that we only measured for symptomatic disease. So we weren't proactively testing everybody in those trials to see if they got infected with mild or asymptomatic disease. And so people had to present within the clinical trial. I, I'm just, so I, we I'm, never had the data that it yeah. was going to protect against asymptomatic infection. I'm just struck with the irony. We got, we got 
government agencies guessing, hoping, or lying uh, it, it, with, with the information they're presenting to the American people. And this is the same, this is the same administration that wants to set up the, the government governance, disinformation governance board and wants to talk about misinformation. And they're the biggest purveyors of misinformation, false information, hopeful information, but not accurate and true information, which is, uh, again, the frustration I think so many of the folks I get the privilege of representing have shared, uh, have shared with me. That's Jim Joyce. That's Senator Jim Jordan. And where's he from? Mm, I don't know. And I don't know, nor do I care. All I know is this is for Joe, for Joe's friend. Yeah. What does Joe's friend now think about things after watching that? Burks, who is Fauci's sidekick, basically just admitted that they hoped the vaccine would work. There's no science behind it. It's just a hope. I was more focused on the girl that Uncle Todd I highlighted. Yeah, with, with the, with There's the something yeah. strange about whatever was on her chest. And of course, it's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, you, you made a comment as well. I thought that was funny. It, it was very strange, whatever the hell was in that white spacesuit that she was wearing. Plus, that mm -hmm. annoying face muzzle just. It makes you think these people are from another planet. Really mm -hmm. does. It's so disturbing. I don't know about you, but it's, I'm so over looking at these well, these obvious cultists. It's, I think it's, it's going to come back in, in in big form in a couple months. Mm -hmm. Marcus, I'm waiting to see if he heard the question. Okay. Um, but one of the things that he did say uh, just recently in a in a chat that I have with him, he said that. Um, hey, you guys may be completely right. I'm not dis disagreeing with anyone on the show. I think it's a fascinating discussion. Mm -hmm. What is the what is the flu? I honestly don't know. Mm -hmm. But if it isn't, but if it isn't, I'm open to that. Great. I, See, I can I, answer him. Does he want to call into the show? Does he want to call in 810-666-1984? We can take his call. Tell him to call great. in. Go ahead, Diego. What do you think? It's very simple. The um, to the uh, to the person listening to this, it's no different. I want him to understand this is no different than a teenager having pimples in his teenage years. Are we going to vaccinate him because he's got pimples, so mm -hmm. that way he doesn't get pimples anymore? Absolutely not. So what's happening? This is merely the body's process um, at that age that it goes through. Um, That's right. And That's when right. you get when you get when you get a flu, when you get, you know, or suppose that this is called a flu or sick or whatever you want to call it. That is that is basically your body detoxifying itself from all the shit that you've been eating. Yep. So and or that's just it. growing, you know, the body grows like a snake has to shed its skin as it grows. Yes. Or a getting teenager, older. Yeah. An adolescent is growing so quickly. Therefore, yes. there's so many cells being replaced. And so many being expanded and so many new yes. areas of growth. Yes. The body is just in a complete state of flux where it's replacing, yes. what it's you're growing. The best way to put it is all you're seeing with chicken pox, with the yeah. pimples, with you getting the flu or sick or a cold. All, all this really boils down to is the body is expressing itself. It's an expression of the body of a change going on inside your body. That's it. There's toxins in the body that it need, needs to, to, to get out. 
uh, possibly part of the growing process or aging process or both. And that's all this is. It's a mere expression. Um, yeah. So when you get sick uh, or you feel like, uh, you know, a cough or whatever's coming on, that's not a magical particle virus in the air that you breathe in that, that's making you sick. That's nonsense. Because there, that, that would mean there would have to be millions of these particles all and different particles all over the place trying to get in your body to kill you. It's nonsense. So what this is really is an expression of your body. That's it. And and and, yeah. and there's that's you know and there's nothing well, more let, to say about it. Let us re, let us remind ourselves of what most people around the world. I don't like to pick on the United States, but I do think that this psyop is targeted at the United States. I've said that since the very beginning. But let's look at a typical American's day. He gets up, he loads up with coffee, which is a stimulant, which is very toxic to the body. He might so he probably doesn't have anything else for breakfast. And then he might go into lunch and have a. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You, you're forgetting a bunch of stuff. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> you skipped over a lot of stuff there. First you of all, he's drinking the hamburgers. He's drinking chlorinated <laughs> water from the tap, probably. And he's taking medications first thing in the morning. I would say most people yeah. are drinking bottled water, which mm -hmm. is also just chlorinated water from a municipal water supply. So it's been. Uh, leach leaching BPAs and whatnot from the plastic bottle, which may or may not have. Been Fine, out skip that. But what what about that? That how about my my father in law who takes like twelve medications for sleep? Okay, but that's more. That, I'm I was talking about the average person. I, that you're you're getting into the senior territory yeah. where people mm. say over fifty. Are, and it, and mm. it's not hard to see to the viewer mm. out there that's asking this question to the panel. It's really not that hard to see. All you have to do is lives but you come to my neighborhood they're all three four hundred pounders heifers walking mm. all over the place here <laughs> that <laughs> that is heavy. not normal i'm sorry to tell everybody here that is not normal that is the, their body is in a constant state of stress right. and 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 that's yeah. why these people are i haven't been sick in i don't know how many years lots of years i have yeah, been, been sick. pretty good too thanks yeah right yeah. No, no, nothing. None of this nonsense. No. So what you have to understand is whatever you put in your body, your body's going to respond to that chemical, period. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. it. And, and whatever it is, it's going to do what's an expression. So if it's a bad thing you're putting in your body, if you had, a, you know, eight beers with whiskey and all this kind of stuff, right. your body's right. going to react to it and it's going to create an expression that it's not going to like. You might throw up. You might have a headache. Is that the flu? No, you it's the expression of the chemical compound that you put in your body. And it goes for everything you eat, you drink, everything. Right. Not to mention the food. Not. Let's remind everyone that um, everyone's been under mental stress for two oh, years yeah. now. And if Future. you are, and if it's not because you are accepting of all the propaganda, well, what about all the people around you that are? And then you're dealing with those people that puts you under a level of stress for sure even if it's if it's you trying to convince them otherwise and you're not anywhere so there's tremendous mental stress yes put on everyone even like i said even us even those of us here that know what's going on we still have to deal with other people unless we're living in a complete bubble so yes oh yo dad hello from maine Hey, it looks like my son's on there. <laughs> That's Tyler. Is it? All right, cool. They're all listening. So let's 
let's not talk about what we're talking about then. <laughs> Next topic. Let's not talk about disciplining them when they get home for whatever they did or did not do. <laughs> oh, wow. Final topic. And then because we're running a little bit over, but since Tim has new day, it's new day. He's celebrating. Yeah, we're okay tomorrow. Yeah. And since Tyler's in Maine, I'm a bachelor. I got nothing else to do. Let's talk about this. If you look at my screen, if you can pull that up, Tim. Okay. So salty sirens only 39. See, that's what she says here. And she hasn't been sick since it was 30. Does that mean she's 39 inches around or, or age? No, that means she's a young one. No, it says three to 400 pounds. I don't know if that's 39 inches. No, around. She was talking about, she was referring to Tiago who said there are three to 400 pounders walking around Sydney, Nova Scotia. That's a oh, lot of cod. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah, you guys would be shocked if you came to my. If I took you guys to the local Walmart here, you, you gentlemen, and everybody watching at home, you mm. would be astounded. Yeah. At I would say way over 70 percent are overweight. You very rarely see a very fit person. Um, I rarely see it. Rarely. Oh, yeah. I see it no, at Planet. I, 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 I do want to say, I do want to say that this corresponds to the determined effort by <laughs> by the health people to mm -hmm. when i say you know the um community health administrators to push the high carbohydrate low fat diet and in right. fact the, the, the swedish government had and may still have on their health website the food pyramid which has seven or eight slices of bread per day mm-hmm Certainly. And I love and I love bread. Um, well, spread sorry to interrupt, but, yeah. are just the cause, the key reason why people are waddling around. Well, that may that may be possible, but I think it also has a lot to do with uh, Roundup Ready and GMO wheat that is illegal in most parts of the world, but not North America. Um, on a side note, I have and Diego. I know you were mentioning. The Walmart <laughs> over in Sydney. There is a very good website that hopefully Marcus will put in the show notes tonight. It's called peopleofwalmart.com. And uh, you should make this part of your daily ritual. And these are people, there are snaps of people spotted in a Walmart. And I think you'll enjoy it a lot. I'm not sure if it's updated uh, for this year, but you're going to find all kinds of crazy people <laughs> in Walmart. <laughs> It's actually a really good blog. Okay, yeah, I got it up here. Yeah, I don't know if uh, it's updated this year, but it's, it says 2021, but maybe it is current. This chick's cankles are bigger than my arms. <laughs> cankles. Yeah, you see all kinds in Walmart. It's it's crazy. It's disgusting. It's it's disgusting, is what it is. It's disgusting, and 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 these people are the same oh, yeah. ones to take four or five vaccines and and a million other different types of vaccines, and then start busting balls over masks and everything, and that they're doing it for my health. Listen, lady, I don't need you to do anything for my health, right? I I, I really don't. Look at like look at the size of you. That's what I feel like. Yeah, goes angry. Oh, yeah. yeah they, in, they, they, in fairness, they in fairness, Tiago, they have been. Oh. There, there's the guy. There's the one you saw, Diego. Can you see your screen? Is that who you're talking about? That's right there. Yeah, that's Big Mama. You know, these. What's happened is that is that the government health authorities have pushed 
the medical system and the doctors and pushed everyone into doing these things, even when they were doing getting studies that showed that high-fat, low-carb diets were effective. Double-blinded studies in the 60s and 70s, these studies were suppressed. How about fruits and vegetables? How come no, nobody here eats fruits and vegetables? Am I am I the only uh, beans, legumes, you know, all these nice natural foods, beautiful. You don't see none of these people eating that. When I go to Walmart, you know what I see in their shopping carts? Pizzas, hamburgers, pops, sodas, all this, and, all and this ridiculous. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you the reason why TAO is because they have been told to have <laughs> a high carb diet. Right. I think I th no. I, I think you're giving them a little bit of the easy way out. No, I think it's. Uh, I think maybe, it's because but... they love it. I think it's because they love it the same way that they love their alcohol, they love their drugs, they love everything else. It uh, listen, you you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out. Hey, look in the mirror. You know, like a, I'm a little big, and I got to start losing. I got to start eating a little bit healthier. They're eating it because they love it. They've been eating yeah, it since they were kids. In fairness, they're told. What are they told to, to eat to get healthy? They're told to have seven pieces of bread a day. right? And then they get fatter and they say, what's the point of me doing all this stuff? I do all this dieting and I still mm -hmm. get fat. It's just cruel what goes on in my opinion. And then there's, there's, fat, there's fat shaming. I think fat oh, shaming is a very good stuff. thing. Fat shaming is very good. And they're told, so oh, just be the best. Oh, I'm, I'm happy in the body I'm in. So they're propagandized with that. There's all angles that they're being attacked by. Yeah, no, I agree. No, I, I agree. There's some points there Frank and, and Marcus are making. Yeah, they're they're like, uh, I guess they're you could say they're, they're brainwashed. But it, it this whole fat shaming thing and they say, I look great. Or the new Sports Illustrated cover magazine of the, mm -hmm. that big girl on there, mm -hmm. uh, you know, big, that big she weighs man, uh, two, two, three hundred pounder. That, come on, man. That's who's. I mean, there's some guys who think that's like nice, but that is unhealthy. That yep. is one of the worst, you know, things to be doing to looking like that and then praising to look like that. That's even worse. I, I tell it like it is. If somebody came up to me and showed me that Sports Illustrated, I'd say, she. first of all, I'm not attracted to that at all. And second of all, more importantly, is that's like the most unhealthiest woman I've ever seen. So it's it's yeah. it's, it's crazy, but... Sorry to go off on a tangent here, boys, no, but no, uh, I, you know how I get. I, but I, as I said, to me, it's the whole idea that this has happened just through people's, um, you know, laziness and so on. I, don't, I just don't think it stacks up. They have been victims of a sustained campaign yep. to damage them. Yep, I agree with that. Yeah, but at some point, you know, I, I work out, uh, you know, I look at a person with their habits. I work out. I have my habits. Today I did a chest work. Tomorrow I'm going for a three-hour cycling. And I do this like day in, day out. Some days I don't feel like doing it, but I go and do it. Okay. Um, so let me let me tell you what happens in, in to other people, Tiago. They're overweight. They're 45. Yeah. They, they've been eating poorly. They've had no salt. So their ligaments and muscles are, are far weaker than they should be. And so they go to the gym. They pick up 50 pounds or 100 pounds, tear every muscle off their shoulder blades. They're done. Yes. And that's it for them. And that is what I see happening all the time is the number of injuries occurring to people in gyms all the time. Just I just hear one story after another after another. 
the turnover at gyms is what the gym owners count on. So they're not yeah, helping. I, I they're not you. helping. I believe yeah. you. Yes. Yeah. Especially the you know, new year. You right. know, fitness is, you cannot attempt to do a fitness regime if you haven't, if you're not salty enough that your ligaments and, and tendons and, and the between your joints are strong, ready to, to be up. It's just yeah, they, that simple. You can't do anything I, I don't know. if everything tears I, off I, your muscles. I put my uh, physical, the way I look, uh, the way I feel, I put that at a very high level. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine, you know, one of my uncles used to be pretty big. And, and uh, when he would walk up like a, you know, six or seven steps, he'd be like out of breath. I would tell him, like, what's wrong with you, man? You got to start working out. You got to start eating properly. Like, but you know, they, he didn't, you know, obviously he didn't listen, but, but you're, you're not wearing a white, uh, you're not wearing a white butcher's coat, Diego. But apart from anything else, if he, if he's, he would be told, if he went to the doctor and said, how do I eat properly, doctor? The doctor's still going to say seven pieces of bread right. a day. You know, right. that's what's going to happen. Well, Take, I, Diego, I, look, look, yeah. look at um, 100 years ago. If you look at films from 100 years ago, almost almost everyone is super thin. Yes. Why, why do you think? The 70s. Well, there was a yeah, thing yeah. Too, yeah. Well, why do you think that? Why do you think everyone's, what, what, is, what has changed in the last, 30 to 70 years to make that happen. Well, first of all, they were a lot more active, right? Mm -hmm. They weren't sitting yeah. home. They were That's out right. and about and doing stuff and super active people um, working, work, more working with their hands. There weren't computers back then or anything like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, but I just find that, you know, I don't know how it is where you guys live, but on a 30 degree day here or 80 degrees Fahrenheit, beautiful day, um, I'm the only one out cycling and my, and I live in a beautiful town right beside the Atlantic ocean. And I'm the only one out. So like tomorrow I'm going to go out tomorrow. It's Canada day. I'm going to go cycling. I bet you any money. I'll be the only cyclist out here on a gorgeous. I think you're, you're proving, gorgeous. you're proving Frank's point. The people have been brainwashed to, to go into the metaverse, to be on their computer. No, I to, no, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just That's all I'm saying is I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't do that to my body. I couldn't mm -hmm. let my body like go like that. That's just not me. Right? But uh I guess I but guess I not everybody's like see, me. I can't yeah. see you eating seven pieces of bread in a day either, Tiago. I eat a lot of I eat to be honest with you, Frank, I eat a lot of bread. I eat uh you know okay. I don't know, half a loaf, uh you know, oh, I, wow. you know, I'm like I'm like I'm like Ab. I I, I I love bread, man. I can't you know what I mean? But but Please I stay get your but blood sugar. Do me yeah, a favor no, and get fine. your blood sugar checked. Get your blood sugar checked and get back to me. I think uh, no, I'm I'm cool. I it's just the majority of my diet are fruits, vegetables, potatoes, rice, all that kind of stuff, right? So for me, I feel fantastic, right? I can't, uh, you know, but I don't know. To me, to me, the whole the whole I don't know. Maybe the same in Australia. Definitely the same in the United States. But I just think there's way too many overweight people. Even when I was in grade school, I didn't see this many overweight children. Let's even look at the children. Like some of them look like balloons. Like it's just, it's, it's just, just, it's all crazy. It is, it's terrible. Like I can, I cannot turn anywhere here in Sydney, Nova Scotia without seeing a mother walking with a child down the street. And both of them are, are big, both of them. And uh, it's tough. It's tough to see that, but you know. This talk is depressing me. Let's move on. Let's yeah. move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finally, uh, if if you put on my screen, Tim, I'd appreciate it. 
Headline, Hacker News. Coinbase now requires physical address of recipient in crypto transfers. Just got this from Coinbase. And it seems one by one, the promises of crypto of the last several years are evaporating. Starting on June 27th, Coinbase will introduce some changes required by local regulations. Specifically, when you send crypto outside of Coinbase, we are required to ask you for the name and physical address of the recipient and the purpose of the transfer. In certain cases, we may require you to link to a Coinbase wallet to your main Coinbase account in order to send crypto assets off the Coinbase platform. This allows us to verify that you control the Coinbase wallet that is receiving the crypto assets. Any comments? I'll let Diego do a current. Yeah, it's it, it, it's sad to hear that. It really is. I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, to give you my personal address, uh, next step is going to be they're going to want to put a GPS on me uh, for me to use that uh, crypto wallet. It's it's ridiculous, but it is what it is. There's nothing, you know, nothing we can do about it. And then the problem with that is, what is the next step after that in terms of government? When they want that person's information, then they'll have it, right? What I will say, though, is it gives more credence to your view that it's going to go high again, doesn't it? You know, if there's, if the government wasn't going to be using this currency or making use of it, as we talked about last week, yeah, they wouldn't be bothering with all this. If it's going to go to zero, this wouldn't be happening. That's right. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's 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 definitely it's, it's well. At first, it has to hit those institutional levels first. And then you'll you'll see the uh, march on upwards uh, to the six figures. But uh, um, I don't know. I, I think uh, we've mentioned it here on the podcast before, where they're going to try to as much as they can. Uh, the government's going to step in to uh, put regulation on it and whatnot. And now, what that regulation is going to look like, uh, you know, Marcus shared a, a little tidbit of it uh, here tonight. But uh, it might look vastly different six months or twelve months from now. But you're right, Frank. It's it just. It's going to go up, but before it goes up, it's going to have to hit those institutional levels at ninety eight hundred, and then we'll. And then the we'll reason the reason rocket. I raise this, the reason I raise this, is because um, having heard our discussion a few weeks ago, um, Uncle Vigilante has uh, sent me an email uh, telling me that the idea that this uh, that Bitcoin will go up is crazy, and mm -hmm. it'll only go down. But I'm, I'm, I'm simply now saying to uncle vigilante yeah, yes I, I think the long term may be that but the behavior of governments at the moment where several of them are now using it for official reasons yes um, and there is um this kind of legislation seems to indicate stuff is happening that this always was a government operation in the first place yeah, I mean, long term, you know, yeah, I mean, uh, if he thinks it's going to crash, is, is he insinuating it's, it's going to crash? Is that what he's insinuating? Well, he, it's going to go to zero? He, he, he's really saying that, you know, taking a punt on on Bitcoin when you could invest in um, Epic is, you know, a poor decision, is what he's saying. And you he's, mean, no, well, you mean is a good, oh, is a good decision? He's and saying he, to, he, to move your money, money from Bitcoin to Epic. He's saying he's saying that Epic is a much better um, bet than than crypto. And, that and he, he 
I would agree with it. Although I disagree with everything about Epic, I agree with that because the because the it's so cheap. Of course, you're going to be able to 10x or maybe even 100x your money. But when a coin is, if if Tigo is right and Bitcoin goes down to 9,800 and then and bounces, when it goes to 9,800, even if it goes to 100,000, that that's not even 10x. So sure, Epic Cash can easily 10x because it's at 70 something cents. You can go to seven dollars. Sure. The difference, though, between the two things is that Bitcoin has $8 billion ready to be injected into it. It has liquidity. Yeah. Epic Cash has none. And it's got government recognition. Epic Cash has none. And and even worse, and Todd's not going to like to hear this, guess who owns 99.998% of Epic Cash? The owner. Not me. The (laughs) owner. That's bad. That's really bad. He Todd should look into. I've been trying to warn Todd about this. It, that that is ripe for a rug pull, an owner rug pull. He has ninety nine point nine eight eight something percent of all the tokens. I know that's advanced stuff. That's why I bailed out of Epic Cash. Like that's a problem. Hmm. Yeah, no one talks about that. Hmm. But yes, I mean, no doubt. There's no doubt that Epic Cash can go from 70 something cents, which it's trading at last time I looked, it can easily go to $20. And then then you're you're almost 20x your price. There's no way you're going to get 20x on on Bitcoin. The the party's over. Bitcoin, when it first started out, you can get it for for less than a penny. That's not what Diego said. Okay, what did he say? Diego said it's going to go from 10 to 100. That's 10 times. No, he said 98. Yeah, that's 10 times, right. Yeah. Yeah, but that, but it also depends also on whether you're scaling in at certain institutional levels as well. That's what I'm I'm saying, mm-hmm. right? So you can you can 20 or 30x your your position. You just got to know where the institutional levels are to scale in That's at right. those points, right? And you got to wait for the correct price action to give you a signal to to enter in the scale in process. So you could still do it on Bitcoin. Um, but, uh, you know, initially it's going to come down and that's why I told everybody those institutional levels at 9,800, right? So it's, uh, you know, we're going to wait and see if Diego is right or he's full of shit. So, um, we're going to see. What I would do is I would find out all the penny, penny stocks in crypto Mm because that's the easiest ones to get into. And you do, you, there's a bunch of little things you can do from, you know, what kind of liquidity do they have? What's the ownership? You know, if you have someone as 99% of the tokens, that's really bad. And then you just, you invest just like a venture capitalist. You you put $100 into a coin, into a hundred different tokens and one's going to hit. One's going to make up far more than you lose on the other 99. So if I were to play that game, that's the way I would do it. By the way, do you guys know how many times Bitcoin has crashed over 85% in its lifetime? Five times? Five or six times, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's people do this. Crazy. It's a it's a stupid tax. But Have that, fun. But that's but that's that's normal though, because in uh I can say the same thing about uh the US Canadian dollar, the currency pair. How many times has, has that currency pair crashed? Many times, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so right. so any currency pair, any chart that I can bring up, whether it's a daily or weekly chart, I can show you guys multiple crashes on those charts. 85% um, plus? Uh pretty substantial, yeah. Including the Euro Swiss franc that happened about four years ago. 
which uh, lost uh, in in and around that range. People, investors lost millions of dollars on that currency pair. Crazy. Uh, yeah, Cur millions of dollars. Currency billions trading of dollars. is not for the faint of heart. No, you're and right. It's yeah, not for the average investor. But yeah, and, and you know, but the average person now, how many yeah. people I talk to have have um, Coinbase accounts? Like, do you know about Bitcoin? Of course. Like, wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> A lot of it's, them buy into the hype, though, right? So, that's right. And the, and ninety plus percent of them have their money on Coinbase. They don't have it in their own wallet, which is dumb mm. as shit. I mean, it's uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but those institutional levels at ninety eight hundred have not changed, right? So they've actually even increased in value of standing wow. orders waiting to be filled there. So now we're talking, I would say, probably in excess of ten billion dollars waiting there. So it's not going to go any lower than that. So at the same price or have they crept up a bit? Um, what happens, Frank, is when you have institutional orders, they're waiting. You'll have multiple the, the banks. When, let's say, for example, uh, Deutsches Bank comes in with a billion dollars in standing orders. What will happen is they'll put 250 million at ninety eight hundred. They'll put another two hundred and fifty million at uh, ten thousand one hundred. So, you know what I mean? They spread it out in, into that range there. Now, that all depends where all the uh, idiot investors, the normies, uh, where all their stop losses are. So they're gonna they're gonna execute those trades when those stop when the, all these people get stopped out, and then they're gonna and then they're gonna go up for the ride. Um, so guys like me will wait, we'll wait till they get executed, and then we'll just piggyback on institutional guys, uh, whether they're hedge funds or banks. I, I don't know. It doesn't really tell me. I just see the standing orders there. So um, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun thing. And what's it trading at now? I think it's like nineteen thousand and change. I got to bring up my chart here. Yep. It went what below is it, uh, Marcus. It went below nineteen. So we're listen. We're on the way down. Uh, we're on the way down. We're marching on the way down. And those institutional orders, like I told everybody, you have to picture them like a magnet, a powerful magnet. And they're gonna. And that price is gonna get sucked down right into that magnet, into that area. Actually, it bounced. It's at twenty three sixty three. Bounced big. It was down seven percent today. How in the world can you put your money to something that bounces up and down seven ten percent a day? That's just gobsmackingly ridiculous to me. Unless you, yeah, unless you got, it. unless you got Tiago's uh, computer, then yeah, it's great. How many people have Tiago's? Yeah, right now, we're almost at, no one. Right now, the yeah, right now the price is twenty thousand three hundred eighty-four U.S. dollars and ten cents. Yep. yep. So it's going to come down. It's not going to. It's not going to go up. But uh, we'll uh, we'll see what happens. I'm 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 my, my bet is that I'm right because I know I know those institutional big dogs are just waiting. <laughs> now whether it's gonna you know takes a month or two in that area somewhere, it'll come down. It's not going to stay there. But but it would be fair to say that you've got no skin in the game apart from your pride at the moment, have you? you you're just saying, I'm no, ready to go. he's got tons right. of money. Don't you have contracts that you're ready, you're ready to go? Yeah, we. Uh, well, I'll put it to you this way, Frank. Yes, when I when I execute those trades, I'll and the on the following Marcus Allen show, I'll post them here so you guys can see. Yes, but as we speak, you haven't invested anything, have you? No, I I primarily trade forex market, but uh, in terms of crypto, no. What I I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch that until it gets down to to the price level, nine eight hundred, yeah. ten thousand yeah. in that area. So you you then have your I'm cap start scooping up contracts. 
Yeah. You have your quote unquote cash on the sideline for for this 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 ninety eight hundred. Yeah, I have a I have standing or I have open orders there waiting, right, to be executed. Mm -hmm. So let's say for example, I'm sleeping at night, and for whatever reason, Bitcoin decides to crash down to ninety eight hundred in a few milliseconds. It'll execute my my trades. It'll make right. them into market orders and make them live and ready to go. So yeah, so you got skin. Um, you got skin in the game, absolutely. Yeah, they're they're just waiting to be filled. They're not filled yet, Frank. Um, but yeah. as soon as that as soon as that ninety eight hundred level hits, then then they'll be filled. Yeah. Yep. Tim, that's all I got for the super show. Unless you want to go a bit longer and have some well, fun. If any, well, we can go a little longer if you want. If any, I was just reading a tweet about how China is handing over after building all kinds of government buildings to different African countries. And um, I really think that the Chinese, Russian, even Iranian model are a, a serious threat to the Anglo-American empire. I think we're kind of witnessing a real clash of civilizations right now. And I did have an article, I can't remember, it might have been Vox Populi or Vox Day, who uh, has a blog that I really enjoy that was recommended to me by Uncle Odd a while ago. And he links to some really great content that's not his, but he links to it, which I really appreciate. And it's quite fascinating how America has just built, just, <laughs> I just talked to my Polish friend today. America is now building a base in Poland, which Poland was pretty much against for the longest time. Obviously, they were bribed to do it at this point. And uh, that means Polish people won't need a visa to go to the United States, which was always a um, an irritant in Polish people's uh, minds. So while America builds uh, military bases to go attack and bomb and do kinds of all kinds of destruction. China's using the other tactic where they build infrastructure and then they simply, in exchange, I guess, for maybe some resources, uh, they build up countries. So it's 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 the complete opposite of what the Anglo-Americans have been doing. And I wonder if it's going to work. Well, it seems to be working. All the things that are being but, built... But, but remember... It was the Anglo's that built China up in the first place. But they built a different model. And uh, it's just an interesting model that may work better than the crony capitalist system that has brought North America and England to the points where they are now. And maybe they're at a, at a point where they're just unsustainable, where they just can't keep going, where America uses all kinds of different techniques to keep the Ponzi scheme going. And we may be at the end of the road, which is, of course, why they are taking these countries apart right now. We are witnessing it in real time. And yes, maybe so there is. I, I guess the point I want to make, Tim, is that there's no us and them. There's only one government. Mm -hmm. But there's the different models like you love to talk about. There's different okay. economic models. And I was just but reading what is, what is the what is the difference between the economic model being played by China now and the one that mm -hmm. was played by the British Empire and the US Empire mm -hmm. when, when that, they wanted to when they wanted to succeed. And it's I will the same. 
I don't think it is quite the same, and that's what this article talks about. I didn't post about it yet, but uh, maybe I'll, uh, I'll I'll post about it. And uh, that kind of economics, those kind of posts, I usually put on my other sub blog, moreab.fakeologist.com. For instance, I am interested in the abortion debate as it has flared up in the last couple of weeks. So I do have some mm-hmm. very interesting uh, posts on abortion math. This is actually a really good post by the Dollar Vigilante. He Not only does he do great videos, but he does some really good posts underneath his videos where he talks about some of this dystopia when it comes to these corporations that are lit, that are offering to pay their female employees up to $4,000 to kill their children, <laughs> their, their unborn children. It's just, it's just so dystopic. It's crazy. And then he does the quick math here showing why they do do that because to have a female off for a year and pay them is um, very expensive for them. Uh, I, I think that's a sideshow. I think that's all about divine conquer. Well, abortion? Of course. I think it's more than divide and conquer. I think it's straight up depopulation. If you yeah, don't but, think that. But, but to sit there and to, first of all, why is the government involved in any of this information? The, the original idea behind government was to protect us against foreign enemies. Mm-hmm. Well, and now we've federal, got what we've got. The, the, the amount. The American federal government's out of control. That's it's so off. All, it's all of them are. They're no, all out of control. Well, the federal U.S. government is so far off its original mandate. It's 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 just beyond ridiculous. All right. So, what are they doing in the abortion debate? That's that should be up to the individual. Let them do what they want. It shouldn't be illegal. I mean, there should be no laws. I can go on and on. So, it's the ultimate in divide and conquer. It's crazy. Well, who's going to protect protect the unborn? Well, that's not the government's job. The, again, the original idea behind who's the government—I don't know—that's a—that's a great question to debate. Mm-hmm. But the original idea behind the the government was to protect us against foreign enemies, and look where we're at now. Well, that's the United States federal government. But uh, mm-hmm. what is, does Pepper want to weigh in? Is Pepper still on the call? Yeah, Joe Pepper. Joe, yeah. sure, I'm here. I'm here. Do you want to weigh in on the abortion story? That's obviously big all around the world and there's so much misinformation and uninformed opinion around it's it's uh, it's it's crazy i've always looked at it as something that would be there as a wedge issue and it would always be there for you know dividing and conquering and and the fact that roe v wade was overturned I, i was very surprised i thought it would always be there okay I like yeah. concise answers like that. Tiago, do you have an opinion on this? On uh, on the abortion? Yes, on the abortion exactly. that is Roe versus Wade. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's just uh, another tactic. Uh, it, it looks like uh, they're you know dividing people and and making fights again. Nothing, uh, not, you know, abortion's been around for years and years and years. This whole Roe v. Wade and people freaking out and. Um, I don't know, to, to each their own sort of thing. Uh, that's how I feel about it. But it's tough. It's tough. There's some questions that uh, I've wrestled with throughout my life, you know, trying to 
trying to figure things out. You know, if a woman gets raped and she gets pregnant, uh, does she have a right to abort the baby and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, tough questions. But uh, I, I think a yeah. question like that is always going to be there. Um, yeah. But the, the majority uh, of abortions are, are not about that. Absolutely. That's right. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, but what do you do in the... And look, you know, and to be perfect... Why do we need an answer necessarily for the extreme case? Exactly. Because that is what people do bring up every single time. Exactly. Yeah, no, but listen... extreme case, that is 0.01% of all abortions. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps. I, look, I, I'm a, first of all, I'm against... I don't believe in killing uh, fetuses or, you know, kids or however they call them. But, uh, I, you know, that, that one question I, I, I have asked myself, uh, because it does happen in reality, that does happen. But, uh, other than that, um, you know, I don't think the kids should be killed. Uh, even, even in rape, in a rape situation, I don't feel the child should be murdered either, but, uh, that's just my opinion. Um, that's how I feel about it. But, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy how big it's gotten. Uh, just to let everyone know, did you guys all know that uh, Dr. Zelenko died today? Oh, yeah. Well, we, yeah. yeah, I saw it on your blog. And yeah. we were, what did you think of the Carrie Madej thing? Is that suspicious in any way? Uh, do we yeah. think these yeah. are controlled opposition characters? Yeah, very suspicious. Uh, plane crash. Uh, no, no social media posts from her, no nothing. So I don't know. No, she posted. She posted. She, okay, I didn't see it. Okay, what did yeah. she say? I'll tell you Is exactly. She okay. Yeah. I even have a link to it. It's. Let's we have a picture of the plane. No. <laughs> does did no does did no one on board or around have one of these cameras on their phones? Right. It's very suspicious. Uh, in speaking to Omar at Darkside Chats, he's like, "Give me a break. They're on I. You know, Zelenko's on an island. Mission accomplished." He did exactly. Maybe. He did exactly what his job was to do, and uh, and I agree with that. No. But you, uh, I'm very much into airplanes, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with this. But did you know that the control tower can actually tap into your plane software and control it? No, I didn't know it'd that. Be, it, it, it'd be pretty hard to tap into my, the software and mine. How, yeah, that's why I was hoping you would chime in on that. So why is that? <laughs> well, it's just a basic plane. It's just it's just me holding the. Uh, so you, you have know, no IR features on your plane. You're all VR. It, it, there's no control systems. All the VR stuff is is just guidance. You still the plane is totally um, operated by. The so you have no autopilot then. No autopilot, no. Okay, yeah. If you had autopilot, would you agree with that? Oh, yes, potentially, yeah. Yeah. So the, uh, the so the conspiracy theory is that someone remote controlled their plane down. And that's why you but have that, some pilots who won't fly small planes because if they're anti-vaxxers, talk against the government, they're afraid that the, that the government's going to bring their plane down. Hmm. You can disengage the um, the autopilot. That's that's always the case. Frank, can they do it through the uh, TCAS system? I, sorry, I don't know what that is. Uh, it just basically tells you it's a, it's an electronic system on the aircraft where it tells you where all the other planes are. No, I don't think so. No. 
No, I, I haven't got anything like that fitted on my plane, Tiago. Okay. I thought that's maybe a, that, uh, that's, yeah. that's 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 that I, I know that the CASA is talking about bringing something like that in, but it's not here at the moment. Well, I know on my Microsoft simulator they crashed my computer, so <laughs> that was a joke that not too many people got. Okay, <laughs> that's okay. Can I, I'd like to go back to the abortion thing. Yeah. The the thing that disturbs me the most about it is the complete failure to recognize that a living being is being terminated, being killed. You know, Frank, it, my body, my choice. Come on. I don't care. Yeah, that's that's all that's all fine. You know, whatever whatever people want to say and do about it and what, what, what they choose to do, it's on their own conscience. But pretending that it's not killing a, a, a viable human, yeah. a viable living man or woman. But it's is it's the, it's the greatest of disrespects that goes on in this in this story. The Absolutely. slippery slope is way you're, bigger. Whether you're pro or or against, mm -hmm. understand what you're doing when you're yeah. doing it. The slippery slope has gotten slipperier because now they're saying that after the baby is born, yes, you can. Yeah, that that no one should agree. That no one on either side should agree with that. Listen but they do. You, well, but I don't is, know what, but what is the, there is a, I don't even know their argument for it, but it's supposed My body, my choice. No, it's supposedly to, I don't know what exactly. No, they're, they're actually saying that a, a, because a baby isn't really sentient. No, right. I think what it is, is they're trying to give a break to say a young woman that gives yes. birth and tosses the the baby in the dumpster so they're not charged for the first whatever a year to it and or sorry for a day or two because they're saying that maybe that person was not in their right mind i'm just i'm just trying to find yeah. the logic behind that particular crazy uh just crazy feature yeah. anyway and, the, the point still remains to me regardless of whether you allowed it whatever whatever time it doesn't really matter whether whether it's before or after birth. The point remains that the the biggest weapon in allowing this to happen is painting the act in a way that minimizes the 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 full horror of me. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's, that's the true. language used to minimize the act. Yeah, they make it okay. They make it, they 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 essentially take any criminality out of it, uh, you know, or yeah, you know, but any kind of even, morality even, out of it. It's not even criminality, regardless of what the criminal effect is. Uh, any moral, just, even more, even moral wise, like like you know, I agree with you. I agree with you one hundred and ten percent. They're just, they're just, just not using crazy. the language. They're just not using the language of this is what's happening yeah my daughter asked me she she's uh, turning 14 next month and she asked me what i thought about it and i and, oh. I said to, and i said to her well i said imagine for a second that that fetus had a voice and can talk what do you think that 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 little baby would say mm -hmm. it would say don't kill me i want to live i want to see the world right so that baby it's not my body, my choice. That's absolute nonsense because there's a separate 
totally separate human being in there. That's right. Right. It's just it's to me, it's absolute nonsense. But they're going to they're going to brainwash themselves, with, you know, with whatever they <laughs> whatever language they want to use to, you know, just it's it's a Frank. It's just like the same language they use in terms of viruses. Right. That they're all around. You know what I mean? The COVID did yeah. this COVID. did. You know, it's just it's all language. You're right. It's it, it, it's language to make themselves feel better about what they're doing. But it's uh, yeah, they're on another, these some of these people they are on another level, man. I seen some of them on TV. Oh, my. They are on another. But level. You're seeing you're seeing the extremists that, on, that are promoted in the media for sure. No, and even here, think, e even yeah. here in my neighborhood, they're all over this abortion thing here now. In my neighbor, even the mayor of uh, uh, Cape Breton here, where, where is I that live. right? Oh God, yeah, my body, my choice. No, no man should tell a woman what to do with her, with her baby. And I'm thinking, oh man, here we. And you got to, well, everybody's got to understand. I live in a very, 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 very left wing type place, right? So yeah. it's uh, absolutely incredible here. Yeah. Very. Well, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I'm I'm involved in a discussion on Facebook with with people that are in my neighborhood. You know that that have been friends really uh, i don't think it's the friendship is going to survive this discussion but <laughs> they they posted something that was essentially saying that um you know we should mandate that all men should have a vasectomy until they're ready to have parents i, I seen that be... yeah i've seen that uh, too. yeah and um and uh, and if you think if you think that control level of control is unfair then you know mind your own business and i'm thinking how are you comparing terminating someone, killing someone to a vasectomy? It's just utterly yeah. mad. Frank, they they yes, are lying they are lying by omission. Because they're just leaving the part about killing the fetus or, or the baby, you know. They're they're just leaving that part out. So that's yes. a lie. It's a lie yeah, right it's, there. It's, it's a lie. And, they, they're, and they're practicing dissociation. They, you know, I, I don't think. And the and I've met people, women afterwards, you know, years afterwards, and it's their greatest regret. Yeah. Well, well that, how about the story? How about, I mean, if we're going to believe this, for, you know, from the beginning, how about the story of, of Roe? Change your mind. Roe. She changed her mind in the end. Yep. Had the baby. Well, that whole story is extremely suspicious, and I think oh, there's a couple that I agree. I agree. Yeah, she I, was, that she, I wasn't she was aware of that. And coerced, and and then the story was a lie. She says all that. Yeah. So it's really hard because I, I wasn't really paying attention in 1973 to the story, so I never really looked into it. <laughs> Frank and I looked into it a little bit. Because I didn't even know what the issue was. It's two names and, to people. Now, to, to anybody. now someone posted. Yeah, someone posted. Was it you that posted the thing about it's Roe and Wade in the water? More. No, it wasn't me. But yeah, I know they saw that. Yeah, but that's that's sort of just word games. Where I think it's missing the point because really you get into it, and we're we're dealing with the Fourteenth Amendment, and and I listened to a pretty good. Um, a vodcast today, uh, D. David Whitehead, Truth Warrior, is a Canadian guy. He does a really good podcast. I actually was going to ask Marcus if he's ever listened to this guy or seen Cult of the Medics, because this guy really, one of the few people that talks about SMOM, which is one of the 
Marcus is one of the first ones that I ever heard talk about these guys being part of the power structure. So, and, and haven't really heard too many other people mention it since. But David Whitehead, I'm really going to start getting into some of his stuff, including Cult of the Medics, where he's he really is drilling down into who's running this place. It's quite fascinating. But I, I do uh, not Marcus, listen to going, back, going going back on your thought, Marcus, about you know what's the government got to do with all this stuff anyway? Mm-hmm. It, it, the, the the small bit of discussion that Ab and I did on this kind of indicated that it doesn't look like the government has a lot of control at all, really. People, huh? it, you know, the idea that there's government laws and so on, in the end, it is people are going to be able to do what they want. And they could probably before Rowan Wade, in truth. It's just if the government is going to facilitate and even pay for the whole thing. That's the problem. That's, that's the issue. That's a different thing. That, anyway. that is the issue. So the people that are against it don't really think that their taxes, if that's their money, if they think it's their money, they don't think they should help fund it. So that that's where things really get ir- irritating to many people. Yeah. Just like that, if, yeah. you are, if taxes subsidize public schools, then most people don't really want a drag queen in there talking to their young children. They they think they should have a say, which is true. So if, if we're all going to pool our money, then unfortunately you have to realize that everyone's going to have an opinion on what the money is spent on, including whether you want to pay a drag queen to come in and talk about shaking their transgender thing in public. That's the problem. Back to the Madej. Yeah. I finally found the tweet that I was looking for. Here's what she allegedly wrote. This was my plane. I was flying in, returning from Florida after meeting with like-minded people on 62622. The plane's engine stalls and no one can figure out why yet. We were gliding fine and then RPM drops to zero in seconds and we drop like a rock. Don't understand it. It's a miracle. We are alive. I'm still processing everything and my brain is foggy. I will fill you in later. I'm still in ICU in Atlanta, but recovering well. ORIF of lower like Tiaga, you know what that means? ORIF? Uh ORIF, like O R I F F. Small O cap all caps R I F. Uh, ORIF of lower left leg. I, unless she's talking unless she means a fracture. I don't I don't know why that sounds like I don't even fracture. know what that yeah. Tiago a doctor? Means. He's medical. He's an ambulance. Oh, He's right. That's right. Paramedic. Yeah. Sorry. I forgot. I keep thinking of you as a currency trader, but you're right. Yeah. You're sorry. My you're previous a, life. <laughs> you're a paramedic as well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you, don't do the, you, you don't paramedic anymore. No, no, no. Oh, riff of lower left leg, five vertebrae fractures, but they don't need surgery. Bruise all over and a nice shiner. The tibia, fibula were clean cut and displaced so that the foot was facing 120 degrees in the wrong direction. Lots Ooh. of docs have heaving, dry heaving. I can't read that. Let me. Uh, She's going to need pins. Well, if this is real. Okay. Yeah, if it's real. Lots of dry heaving by a couple paramedics. It took 30 minutes to find. By the way, would you dry heave from seeing that? That's Diego. bullshit. Yeah, yeah, that's bullshit. I finally found a phone to pin our location. We were forced to crash into trees. However, Billy found a logger's trail that he followed so we didn't get major damage from the trees before crashing. 
that was another miracle in itself. Then the Wi-Fi goes out and the phone overheats. One thing after another, finally heard voices on megaphones and I screamed help louder and longer than I ever have in my life. Billy has 20 years experience as a pilot and suffered skull fractures, facial fractures, T10 fracture, and he has LOC. What's LOC? Loss of consciousness. There you go. No brain bleed. Thank God. So she, sp she speaks like a doctor. That is quite a yeah. story. That's quite, yeah. that's, she's got a lot of energy to type all that. You know, if, if I'm recuperating from some major, th <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm going to feel like being public about everything right away. Kind of like when you're, when your son gets killed in a school shooting, you come on TV that day and you don't even cry a tear. I know, but yeah, yeah. It's just not a natural thing to do. Even though you're a public figure and obviously makes a living be a public being a public figure, it's just not when you're when you're not feeling great, there's so many things you don't normally do. You don't you're not gonna eat properly, you're just gonna not be yourself. And uh yeah. just doesn't And saying and saying the paramedics are heaving on site is absolute that's that's bullshit. I could tell you that right now. Mm -hmm. So is there anything that, that would have as a paramedic that turns your stomach or are you just so conditioned? Dude, so he saw a head and a helmet and he was laughing about Look, it. I'll be, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, the vast majority of things doesn't even phase me. does not even, and the, and, and there's a bit of a, a problem with that because mm -hmm. over the, over time you become numb to these kind of things. So yeah. I'll give you guys a clear cut example. My daughter got hurt one time. She fell, broke her tooth, uh, and, uh, scratched up her face. It, mm -hmm. I didn't feel nothing. And yeah. and it was because I was so conditioned at that time when she was young, while I was still a paramedic. Now, if the paramedic has a problem with one of the calls, uh, let's say for example that uh, usually it's a a call having to do with a ch with a child, mm -hmm. um, then they'll be professional on scene. But afterwards, they'll go cry or they'll go talk to people about it. But it's never on scene. I've never scene of uh, you know i work for toronto ems i work with one of the largest ems services in, in north america i never seen once a paramedic freaking out over you know mm -hmm. you know whatever injury happened yeah um so it's that that is a bullshit lie that she's saying on there that the paramedics were heaving okay that's do you ever see a 300 pound whale on the ground who can't eat a dorito and do you get upset about that <laughs> <laughs> come come to sydney you'll see the mirror <laughs> that's terrible everyone can go to their own local walmart and see more than they need to see <laughs> that's true very true <laughs> yeah the people of walmart.com what a great website mm -hmm. watch that till you're blue in the face my well, final work on uh on the abortion thing is my <laughs> My wife three weeks ago tried to throw me into a dumpster. She didn't even birth me. So I'm pro-life. Well. <laughs> how is how are you and your wife getting along now that she's retired? Um, why do you think why do you think she's six hundred miles away right now? Right. She just hit the road, huh? Anyone got a uh, speeding car sound effect? <laughs> she had enough of you, eh, buddy? It's only been a week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How do you feel about being home all alone right now? Indifferent. It's it's uh, without the jokes. It's it's. She used to do this every year, and I she wants me to go there. I live twenty minutes away from the Susquehanna River, which has just as 
glorious things that is in 600 miles away, 20 hour drive in Maine. I've never seen any of the the reasons to go there, but they keep every night. I mean, like after the show, she's going to call me and she's going to show me pictures and like, you got to come up here. And uh, it's, it's just not for me. Uh, do I like, do I mind being a bachelor and being home by myself? Not at all. I take care. There's a stray cat I take care of and uh, it's I great, walk. isn't it? Admit it, it. It's amazing. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> I don't like sleeping by myself. Let's oh, be honest. I, you know, I'm single. I don't, I don't sleep by myself. Okay. Well, maybe we should turn off the recording and, and trade some notes. She's listening right now. I'm just teasing with you, buddy. No, I get it. I'm cool with that. I, I, honestly, I, I would but still kill now. myself if I were single the way things are going right now. I would kill myself. Diego, how do you meet? How do you meet someone of the opposite sex? I'm assuming that's the way you're going. Still, you've hinted yep. that you go that way. How do you meet? How do you? How do you? So about offending someone. How do you even have a pretend conversation with a normie? How how do you do that? You know that's a good question, and it's a I tough, know, and it's tough. It's a very tough thing because. If I, if I go pick up a girl in my car and I wanted to go take her to a restaurant and she shows up with a mask, I can tell all you gentlemen here at the table that it's probably not going to work out very, you know, much longer, <laughs> right? So it's tough. In today's world, it's tough, especially if they have a, a very opposing view to, you know, certain subjects that I have um, in terms of masks and vaccines and all this kind of stuff, right? So it's, it's tough. It, it is tough. And what do you do if you want, quote unquote, friends with benefits, but she's vaxxed? Like, would you have friends with benefits with someone who's vaxxed? Uh, to be honest with you, personally, no. Um, not, not, I wouldn't do that. Um, I wouldn't go, you know, dipping myself into that domain. Um, so when I do look for somebody, it's, she's got to be unvaxxed. Absolutely. But how do you know she's telling you the truth? Yeah, that's the problem. You know, that's, you know, that's... Uh, Listen, you're going to, you're going to, first of all, you're going to have to look at things. I'm, I'm, when I meet somebody, I'm kind of like an investigator, right? So mm -hmm. I just don't take her word for it. I, I go through her Facebook profile. I look at her history. I look at subtleties on how she talks, um, you know, certain little, little cues and little sayings that she might do. And I pick up on these things. So I don't immediately believe what she says. Um, I'm like an investigator. I find out everything I can. And, uh, if she's been vaxxed and who her friends are, what circle she runs in and all this kind of stuff. So, wow. you know, You're when like I a got private when, eye, when I listen, when I tell my friends, there's my single guys all or newly single friends. When they get divorced, I tell them in today's world, you got to be like a private investigator. You got to really know, you know, who you're going out with. You really do. Cause it, it can spell disaster down the line. So that's just me. That's just my personal preference. I like to know who I, you know, who I'm with. And then the worst part of she's like, no, really, I'm unvaxxed. I took a PCR test. I can prove it. Uh, hello, PCR test. I don't really know. <laughs> there aren't many, there aren't too many ways to test. I mean, she'd probably better off to get a D dimer test. Right, D that's a better <laughs> test. That's right. Yes. See, she's got blood clotting. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but so, uh, technically, how many of your friends are getting divorced? Oh, I I got tons of them that from high school and uh, really? university that are divorced. Oh, almost every single one of them, Frank. Almost every. And, oh, and and Frank, how about this? The one guy that I and his name happens to be Frank. 
the one guy that I thought that was supposed to be married, you know, that one guy that we've all known, he's like a Christian guy, you know, goes to church all the time, him and his wife, they're all dedicated to each other. I thought they would never get divorced. I get the phone call five years ago from one of my friends, Tommy in Toronto. He tells me, you won't believe what happened to Frank. He walks in the door and his wife is with another man in in the bed because he came home early from work. They let him off work er a couple hours early. And uh, like almost every single one of them is a disaster. Not one. And and the one, the two or I'd say one or two that are still together, they're unhappy. You could tell that, that, you know, and I rub it into them all the time, right? Oh, I'm going to Mexico by myself and going to have a great time. (laughs) Have fun with your wife. (laughs) Right. So it's uh, in today's world. It's tough, Frank. Well, then that proves that the wife is really stupid. She should use an air tag. (laughs) (laughs) tracking her husband yeah (laughs) no it's tough it's tough in today's world and it's even tougher with these vaccines and all this kind of stuff right so yeah yeah so when you ask me how you know aren't i happy no (laughs) like i I can't imagine being with any other person Uh, uh, oh my goodness where would you start yeah it's tough yeah, it's tough. It's, it's a tough a thing. Dangerous I mean, Marcus, if you're happy and you're married, that's great on you. Tim, my wife's listening. I got to say all the right things. Just go with it. Keep going with yeah. it. No, that's great. If you guys are happy and married, that's great. But, uh, you know, the vast majority uh, that I know are definitely not happy like you guys. But uh, I get it. that's so, so, great. So I have to say that that happiness is overrated for sure. Mm-hmm. But the... But one thing is very interesting that of the people I was at university with or at school with that got married, which is practically all of them, I don't know I don't know any of them that are divorced. Wow. So we're approaching culture. We're yeah, approaching um, forty years of marriage. Very nice, Good. Frank. Yeah. And um, by very the way, good. it's it's not it's not big of any you know, fantastic behavior by me. I'm not pretending that at all. It's, but it is interesting. Beat me. Well, it's a mindset, really. <laughs> you make it sound it, like you're going to war. <laughs> you know, I think, so I think, you know, a thing that I, that happened to us, you know, my wife and I, you know, when we were struggling, we, we got some counseling from the Catholic Church of all places. And they had a, um, they had a particular thing that was going on at the time called Retrovi, where the, the biggest message was that to love someone is a decision that you make. And I've just found that to be a very powerful idea. But it, mm-hmm. it, they've dropped that course. It was obviously too successful for the contemporary Catholic Church. They, they weren't making enough money out of it, I guess. But it's, um, it's I agree with how, that. How quick people are to to end their marriages, mm-hmm. and I think I think a lot of it is based on what you see on television. So television soap operas. Oh yeah. That's that story that you heard about the guy coming and finding his wife in the sack with another guy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so sore. Yeah. Yeah, and so and so he's taught that the response is that he's got to get divorced. 
I guess what I'm going to suggest to you is that is really ridiculous, childish, and pre-programmed in. Right. What What did the guy do that got to that point? Maybe he can fix that. I agree. Etc. Et, et yeah. You know, there's just yeah. there's just so much more room between the uh, the stimulus and the response to be explored than just that. Mm-hmm. Tim, you've listened to a lot of my audios. Have I ever talked about the time I went to a Jesuit therapist with my wife? No, I don't think so. I don't remember that. <laughs> and I'm still furious at my wife about this. I went there for shits and giggles. <laughs> and I said, I'll go to therapy. So we're always arguing. So I go there and the guy's like, okay, tell me what's the problem. And we're literally on the couch. And and then it goes to me first. And I'm like, yeah, well, 9-11's an inside job. And this and that. And my wife doesn't like to hear that kind of, what, what, what? Five minutes in, he goes, she, he goes, he looks at my wife. He goes, you know, he is a little crazy. Five minutes in. <laughs> and the bastard tried to get me to do another less, uh, another counseling session after that. He called me crazy in five minutes because of my crazy conspiracy theories, but he stayed for the next session. But my, I was pissed at my wife because she's like, she was like fist pumping, like, yeah, see what I have to deal with. This is what I have to live with. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Tim, how long have you been married for? I have been married for 29 years. Ooh. Ooh. How long have you been dating? Oh, before uh, about a year. Wow, just a year? Yeah, that, that's enough. How about you, Frank? A long time. Oh, he off he, off and on since we were 17. They're wow. doing life. You're a lifer. Yeah, they're doing life without parole. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Oh man, I remember those days. Joe, are you are you cool with telling us? I forget if you're married or not. Or thirty four years, and we never had a fight. Right. Oh, you're listening. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm start with me at that. Just Is that true? Just, Is no, that no, true? Just, no, not at all. Okay, good. And how long were you dating before the 34 years of marriage? Two years. Wow. So you're still married, Joe? I, I didn't catch that. Yes. Oh, good for you. Very 34 good. 34 years. Yeah. This this year, it'll be 34. That's really good. I didn't want to say 33. I didn't want to. You know, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> and, and Joe, what do you think of the idea that love is a decision? No, I, I I think I took a similar course like that, but I I actually took that uh, course at, at a Catholic church with a with a priest um, after twenty years of marriage. Yes, same same. By the way, because we were married at, at the courthouse, and and twenty years passed, and my wife and I wanted to renew our vows in, in a in a Catholic church. Okay. So, and, and going back to the dating thing for Diego, mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's got anything to worry about because I don't know any person who is lying about having taken the vax, male mm. or female, dating mm. somebody or not dating somebody. Mm. If they've taken the vax, they're proud they to are, tell you about it. They are so super proud about it. They don't care if you're dating them or not, they, they don't care. But what if Tigo, what if we don't know what Tigo looks like? What if he's hot and he walks in and his shirt says, fuck the vax? And the woman's like, I just drove 45 minutes to see you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the only circumstances. If she has insider information where she knows um, part of the other kind, then and the other species. Really like, yeah, and if she really likes me, she that at that point she might she might lie and see them lying. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, but but for that, you must be the, amazingly good looking. Then I don't know. I don't know. Tim seen what I look very, like. Very, very charming. Tim. Oh yeah, you are. You're a player, man. Wait, I thought that was. <laughs> I thought that was fake. My wife wants to see what he looks like, so throw it up. Tigo, my wife really likes you. She's like, I really like that guy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound too. Uh, I hope I, I had to put an air tracker on her now. Well, maybe you better not show his picture to her. Why don't you just no, keep, I, it, uh, I, I, keep I'm, it a mystery? I'm confident of my of my ability to bring it, so bring it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see a picture. I, I think you should do a deal before you do this, Tiago. I think you should, because no one ever gets to see Marcus' picture. Yeah, I know, eh? What do you I'll look show like? You, you want to see it? I, yeah. Yeah, right, sure. He looks good in that cartoon with the cap on. Um, well, we've been going a couple hours, guys. I wouldn't mind wrapping it up if you don't mind. Uh, you could keep the show going on the audio. Oh, hang on. We're just about to have a bloody beauty show here. No. Second prize, <laughs> Second prize $10. <laughs> Hold on. Let me bring it up. I have it in my archive here. Even though I'm off tomorrow, I have a few things to do. So I'm off. You know, oh, you guys know what I'm doing tomorrow? No. You're, you're going bike a... riding. You just told us. Yeah, you're going bike yeah. riding. Yeah, but before that, what I'm going to do every Canada day, I'll have, uh, I'll go take my car, go drive down to the <laughs> wharf at the Atlantic Ocean. Oh my God, who the hell is that? Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> He's got the cap on. Yeah, that's true. He's a beauty. I, I, at this stage, I'm going to suggest you keep your uh, your. You're better looking private, than I thought. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go down to the uh, Atlantic Ocean here to the wharf, Fisherman's Wharf, and I'm going to go grab myself two big lobsters. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having a lobster. Nova's oh, wait. lobster. That doesn't really fit your vegetarian nope. diet. No, it's a cheat. It's my cheat Canada Day yeah. cheat day tomorrow. So one hypocrite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love so, I love lobster too much, man. Nine dollars a pound here. So yeah, you're scuba diving? Right. You're scuba diving or you're buying them? Oh no, I'm 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 buying them right off the fisherman. Yeah. All right. Oh beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Tiago, did you uh, change your network connection so you have a better connection tonight? I have did... a better connection. Yeah, you, you just your um, internet connection is pretty solid tonight. I'm just curious if you changed anything. No, no, nothing. Oh, okay, so just no. maybe it was some interference the other day, or maybe some other uh, RF interference, I suppose, or an ex-girlfriend trying to. Ah. My internet connection, you never See? know. See? Right. <laughs> wow. Look at that. Well, before, guys, we sign, uh, before we sign yeah. off, I wanted to thank Joe for coming on. Thank you, Joe, for coming on. Thank you. Jaden, you added great insight to the call, and I hope you can do it again. And if anyone else wants to be a guest on the Super Show, you can go to normal.com 
and then click on the Marcus Allen show. And now I've prominently put my email address, which changes frequently because I keep getting spam. So I keep changing it and you can okay. see my email address. And if you know of someone, either yourself or know of someone who would be a great guest on the show, hit me up. I read the emails and we'll make it happen. That sounds good. Did, did Joe, did you get everything you wanted out of the show or did, was it everything you expected or? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was great. I, I really appreciate the, you know, the, the invite. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Did you want, uh, how are we going to work this with, do we just keep widening the roster every week or how did no, you want I wouldn't that? recommend that. It's, it, it's, okay. up to, it's up to you guys if you want me to do it again. I just can't make it every Thursday, that's for sure. Oh, okay. That's fine well, then. Just to let you guys know, everybody know, I just got an uh, email here from uh, the counter signal here in Canada, and they're saying that there's violent clashes in downtown Ottawa right now as we speak from protesters oh, and wow. police. Okay. Over what? Yeah. That should be on the Twitter somewhere then. Yeah. What are they? What are they? Canada what's Day. The, what about Canada? Canada Day protest. Uh, they're the protesters. You know, like the truckers went down to Ottawa to. Uh, oh, for freedom. Uh, Matt. Yeah, yeah. The freedom huh. people are back in Ottawa. Yeah. So. Oh, Marcus will be on the case on that. Checking that out. They're checking be it right now. So Ottawa. Ottawa yeah. protests. Yeah. Does Ottawa have two T's? That's right. Yes. Well, that'll be interesting. Uh, the most famous thing that's going on in Ottawa is there's a guy that walked right across Canada, James Top, yeah. and he arrived today, or it's going, he, or he's going to arrive tomorrow. So he's, I think he's already actually spoken at the war memorial, and that was uh, apparently a very good speech. So that's he's marching for freedom i suppose or just promoting what's going on can you see my page right now yeah yeah james joins james top so there you go yeah okay. but you're saying you're getting re reports of uh violent clashes whatever that means yeah you know uh kian bexty with the counter signal he used to work for rebel news right right he's a reporter I yeah, I just just got a, a, a email from I, I I subscribe to the counter signal, and he uh, he just sent a, an email out a minute ago, two minutes okay. ago. Okay. Yeah, saying that he's in downtown Ottawa and there there's violent protesters uh, clashing with police right now. Oh, what's that? Yeah, it's the counter signal that you're talking about. Oh, okay, okay. Let me blow it up for you. I don't think it would take much for them to blow something minor out of proportion there. So you weren't able to hear the audio of that, Tim, just the video? I heard a little bit. Okay. I heard a little bit. Now it's all fuzzy. Oh. Why do people Why? protest? What What are people thinking? This is not, it doesn't work. It's never worked. What? Go to the people's homes. Go to the people who are doing this shit to us and go to their homes. Get a shit thrower from a farm and shit their house up believe me this will end tomorrow no i i, I don't think it's gonna end but uh... i'm telling you you go to important people that no one knows about and i can easily create a list with omar and this will end tomorrow and, and, well no in nova scotia i think um i think the raging dissident went to the 
the chief medical officer of Nova Scotia, uh-huh. and he was yeah. arrested. Yeah. But so, what did he do? Yeah. But what did he just, do? He just stood Nothing. out in front. And uh, don't forget. How do you that. do you know what a sh- do you know what a shit spreader is? It's the cow manure that spread over acres and acres is. of and that. That would definitely <laughs> get you arrested in Canada. No, but you you can't get arrested if you're driving that machine. No one's going to want to be in front of that machine. Yeah, well, these guys were just standing protesting outside the the guys. I'm saying, stop protesting. It doesn't work. It's like, okay. well, hello? I think, yeah, well, it doesn't work in the sense you get arrested. So that's going, and that that tactic was used, but they just did not in Canada, at least. I don't know what what it would be like in the United States. Uh, again, so. I've talked about this a million times. You don't have to protest. Just drive around. Just drive on their on their street. Mm-hmm. It'll freak them out. It would freak me out if a bunch of people circled around my my street, pointing their camera at me, and they can't do it. What what did what are you doing wrong? You're driving. That's all you have to do. Well, they're gonna they're what they're gonna do then is they're gonna do the same thing as they did with the premier of Ontario on his street. What the cops ended up doing was they blocked the street off. That's yeah, right. So then Only you go to, you go you have a list. You have a list. Street that lived there. Yeah. You have a list and you go do it. And then you leave. Then you do it to someone else, and you do it random. You'd be smart about it. Yeah, I know. You've said it before, but they're ready for that, Marcus. Mm-hmm. So At least here. What's... Marcus, uh, there... is this in Ottawa? In yeah, this yeah. is the Ottawa thing. Yeah, this wow, is... so they really are... And it's hard to tell what we're, what, what we're looking at. Oh, there we go. Lots of ah! <laughs> Keep protesting, folks. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> All right, guys. Jesus. Good show. That sounded, yeah, like, yeah, that sounded pretty bad there. <laughs> a very good sound of that. Like, well, you guys have a good night. All right. So great let's, uh, hey, let's great show yesterday. Oh, did you like Jim O'Kelly? Well, you know, oh, I, I love did. that guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I listened. I listened to the whole show, so it was uh, really, good, really cool. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. Really interesting fella. And imagine uh, thinking about it for fifty years, twenty-four hours a day. I, I, that's amazing that he's so obsessed with the uh, concept or any concept. So to be to be willing to to throw his business away over the, I mean, that's a hero. That is a hero to me. That's why I brought that up. For those who didn't know this guy, he owned a diner and his, a lot of his customers were hospital workers and he was trying to let warn them about the dangers of vaccines. And it, it put his, his diner out of business. Unreal. At least that's yeah, what that he might, said. At least that's what he said. The other circumstances, but yeah, that would, that's really putting your money where your mouth is. Sure is. That's amazing. All right. So I'll say goodnight to Pepper now. Pepper, any closing comments? Uh, no, I, I wanted to bring up Tommy before, the movie Tommy, about the deaf, dumb, and blind kid. Oh, right, yeah. But that's okay. Next time. That's Pete Townsend who invented that character. So that's yeah. a great uh It's a great movie. Soundtrack. It's a great movie. movie soundtrack, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. And uh, Nihal Frank, any closing comments? Oh, I look up. I enjoy 
appearing here. Andrew, oh, great. So yeah, it's great been to, an interesting show. It's, it's a privilege. Um, thank you. I, I, you know, can only encourage people to donate to your efforts. I oh, thank you. A, a great service that you do. Yep. All Amazing right. Thank service. you for great. your donation. Thank yeah. you for your donations. Your very, very support. easy to donate. <laughs> Pepper, you, you <laughs> also donated. Donate. Thank you, Pepper. Yeah, very, be, very, very easy system in which to donate. Beautiful. And thank Game you, Marcus, for organizing it. It's greatly appreciated. My pleasure. Love doing it. Thanks for having me on. Yep. Well, thanks, Marcus. And Marcus has his archives going back a long way. So you can go to his At website, Escape the New Normal. They're still relevant to this day. Yeah. I don't take do donations. Donate to Marcus. No, I don't you take, take You can give them to Tim. You can give them to Tim. <laughs> Marcus doesn't take them. Well, what about access to your archives? How does that I work? took that down. I don't, I don't do I just put it, everything up for free now. I did not know that. Well, I think I heard you allude to it. I wasn't sure that that's an official... That's official now. Okay. Yeah. But presumably you are taking donations, though, aren't you? No. Wow. You have no way well, to give they, me you have no way to give me money. How are they gonna support your well? Well, his wife got, got the big retirement uh right. coming in. That's what Marcus said. Marcus is gonna be printing out signs. So uh, I hope you've got your wife on board on that because she's uh, totally not on board. I wonder what I'm gonna do. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> And okay. you, Marcus, you won't set up a, a donation site like uh, like Ab has. I have no plans to do it. There's so many. There's strings attached to it. I don't like the strings. There's no strings oh. attached to my donation. Really, Epic Cash? Really? No, no. That's okay. that's Uncle Odd that donated to Faco Tube. So you have you have what some would call a shit coin sponsoring your your videos. Right. Yeah, but I, people do pay in cash. That's right. No, no, you understand. You it's, can, you can, you can donate and and show up for six months on all the videos of Tim's. If I turn, if I take a donation, let's say I take a donation from Steve Kirsch. Yes. And he's like, you should push early treatment for blah blah blah. Well, now I'm screwed. Right. Well, Uncle Odd and I go back a bit, so I'm not, I'm not too. It's not too big of a deal to have epic cash on the front page, though. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not phased by it. But for the most part, uh, if if anyone wants to donate to my site, your name goes up on a donor page as well. So, mm -hmm. all right, Diego. Any closing comments? You know what? The only uh, closing comment that I have is. Uh... To all my dear married friends and single friends out there, <laughs> I feel a shot. I want you. I want you to remember one thing: words of wisdom. Okay, keep your stick on the ice. Wow, dude, my stick <laughs> drags on the ice. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> all right, oh, that was a good way to end end the show. A joke on Frank's site. How, how, how is the audience of those that claim to be female, but obviously a bit mistaken? Yeah, this is um, turning into a sausage party. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see it? you back. Uh, anyone who's listening now, it's like, if you it's come like back the on Saturday morning, again. the Rick and Rolo show, where it's even more silly than tonight's show. <laughs> And you what? can you can join into that. That's what about the Frank and Ab show? Frank and Ab. 
Well, sometimes we show up after and we keep talking. Oh, okay. On Saturday. Yeah, that's, that's not really a, a scheduled show, but it usually does occur. And tomorrow, how do, you, how, do you, how do you find those? Bakeologist.com and just click the links to audios and podcasts. I, I'm not. I kidding. love it. I want to get on the next one. Okay. Okay. Well, that's. I have a Saturday, lot of salt questions. Saturday morning, then Saturday morning Eastern time, you can definitely get on. You can get on through the Discord. You can get on through the phone line. And maybe a Bible question or two, but we won't talk about that. Wow, that'll go on for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, you definitely welcome, definitely welcome on the Discord, fake11.com forward slash Discord. If you want to get on that away, but yeah, there's lots of ways to communicate. I may be doing an interview with a vaccine injured woman in Manchester tomorrow, but uh, we'll see if uh, that comes to fruition. I won't. Everyone will get an email alert that's up in the morning if that's possible, but we'll see. Oh, one more thing, Tim. Yeah, go ahead. Remember, everyone has to has to take the link of this show and give it to one person and just say, what do you think about this show? That's it. Don't, that's all you have to say. And if you can send it to Steve Kirsch, you can go to his comment section and say, <laughs> hey, Steve, Mark would like to talk to you. Here's wow. the, yeah. Are you let's, do just have a, let's have a little talk, Steve. We're not... Nothing confrontational, no debate, no million dollars. Let's just have a little talk. By the way, um, Marcus, one of your sons has said that your wife takes the donations. Oh, yeah, I wow. see that right now. Yeah, yeah. So if you would like to donate, <laughs> her her address is 1515 Washington Street, Washington, D.C. Blah, 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 blah. Is that the FBI building? Something like that. <laughs> the White House. That's sixteen hundred. That's so we, yeah. Oh, yes. We need the bank account details and the password too. You know what's interesting is that's from court. That's my youngest son. I didn't know he was on here too. Holy crap! I wow, can't wait to no talk one, to him. No wonder our numbers are up. The entire you got the whole family is online. <laughs> this is this is a first. I'm looking for your wife's name next. All next, right. you want her picture? Yeah, that's fine. Well, I like her voice, so she's a lovely. Look, I, I, I've got to say, judging from the comment, I'm suggesting that, that it's uh, Trish playing the role of Corey. Yeah, something tells me that. That's <laughs> oh, a good observation. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of influence there. See, you should have gone on the on the trip, Marcus. You wouldn't Let have her to try and deny that. Maybe next week we'll have her on. <laughs> she come, she'll come on. Yeah, She's cool. come on before. Yeah. Perfect. Schedule her for next week. That'll okay. We'll, we'll book her on. Yes, book her for next week. Give and Make sure she has a working microphone, not like Dude, I got three microphones in the studio. Yeah, but make sure they're working because I think you had issues last time. So, no, I didn't. Don't know okay. what you're talking about. All right. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm out. 11 o'clock. Late. Good night. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Go. Thank you. Thank you.